I am still not over Doncaster. It's yeah, it's taken me all week. It's um Oh man. You know what? And whoever booked the guest for this week, absolute dickhead, because he caused all of the carnage. <gasps> Are you blaming me? <laughs> Are you blaming me? No, not you. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. I well, didn't do it. Oh, just to be honest, Mike, in the state that you were in on early hours Sunday morning, you can't be held responsible for anything. You've been out of action I, for the whole week. Right, it's right. Let's let's talk about this now. So, if there's a time to be in a state, it's early hours <laughs> in the morning, not is... at seven o'clock on the night before we and, go out. And whose <laughs> and, and whose fault was that? Right, basic, basically, what happened, Hoss, is you flaked. <laughs> No. You flaked <laughs> early. No, no, look, look. Mike knows I can't say no to putting something in my mouth. And he went... <laughs> <laughs> so M- Mike basically went, Hoss, drink this. Hoss, drink this. Hoss, drink this. That one was fucking straight, you bastard. Mate, the third <laughs> one, like, there was, no, there was no mixer in it whatsoever. That was just literally... I mean... Those tumblers as well, they were um, they were quite deceptive because I looked at the bottle after. I reckon in those three, I had one as well, but we'd done sort of like over half I'd a had, bottle, half a litre of vodka. I'd, I'd had a couple out of that, to be fair. Yeah, well. yeah, but oh, okay. I would, yeah but you I, drink a lot. But I wouldn't mind, but I had them consecutively, consecutively one after another. It's, yeah. That's, that's not fair. Hush, you went to speaking normal to not being able to talk at all in 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and, and you was trying to say you wasn't pissed but you couldn't even say that <laughs> and you know and you know the best thing it was all live on the podcast as well it was we, all live it's all on the page so if anybody missed it go to the page now reptile and chill on facebook and you will see it and you will wet your pants <laughs> you, you know you know what so most people would be very embarrassed you know what if if it brightens someone's day, fuck it. And you didn't get you didn't get embarrassed. You got angry. Yeah, you. I saw a whole new side of us. Yeah, you was like, "Fuck this!" You were like, "I'm not having no more of this." You flew threw my hat across the room, and you got all red in the face. I was like, "Hoss." Yeah. Do you know what that Big is, boy? That, <laughs> that's vodka. That is. Vodka, it gets vodka. me a bit, bit, bit on the angry side. I wasn't angry. Was I, it, it wasn't actually anger, and I can, I, can explain, I can explain this now. Okay. I was sitting next to Ambrose. And wait, I was, wait, I was hang on, hang so... on, wait, 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 wait. You spelt, you spelt, you, you spelt worm your way out of this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I was frustrated. I was sitting next to Ambrose. Because he got a better beard than you. No, I was sexually frustrated. <laughs> you, were in, you were in between Ambrose and me. Exa- exactly. <laughs> it was. Uh, but it was. Uh, some of the some of the listeners didn't know that we did a live show because I know some of them was asking why there wasn't a podcast, and it's because we did sort of like a live one on Saturday, Saturday night, um, and it all literally just went pear shaped. But we did have a right laugh, didn't we? <laughs> What can to, we call to, it a fucking train wreck? <laughs> to, to, be on, to be honest, the advert for the live video was savage. Yeah. That, um, when when you was really drunk, uh, 
uh, Kevin Van Steenis uh, sent me a personal message saying, if you bitch slap Hoss loud enough so we can hear it on the live feed, I'll put a tenner down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't do that to Hoss. He's in a bad enough state as he, as he is. <laughs> I'm still devastated that he didn't do it. But, oh, but no. can, can we just talk about my... Um... Absolute amazing ability to recover and still carry on until three o'clock in the morning. Wow, I tell you what, mate, I don't <laughs> think I've seen some anybody in that state right recover while still drinking. I, I think he can he can thank us for that, Danny. We we literally jumped and went, like, come on then, and let's get some water down you and uh, yeah, yeah. I'll give you I'll give you your dues. You carried on. You had you showed a bit of stamina. And now I'm going to take your dues away from you because fuck you was a mess in the morning. <laughs> oh my you, you word! Know, you know what? I wasn't the biggest mess. The bathroom was the biggest mess. <laughs> you know oh what? god, yeah, the murder you know scene. Lisa had done us. Now me and Lisa did sort of like some breakfast and and whatnot, and uh, we made uh, hosses and put it on the side. And he just he was just looking at it, going, "I really want to eat, but I just can't. I, I can't." And then and then he was like, "I, I need to be sick." I think I'm going to be sick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, that, right. that was, I'm going to be sick, was, yeah. That was when I come in and was like, are you not eating this horse? And you were like, nah. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, I'll, I'll eat it. <laughs> but you know, you know what, right? So I'm going to give you a bit of credit for this as well, Mike. So I died. You definitely died. You got basically got carried home. Yeah. Um, so we, we, were the, we were the fucked ones, right? Yeah. However, what happened about 11 o'clock... What did, what, in the... what, what did me and you do that Danny did? Oh, we went to the bar. Big fucking exactly. I had a quick cheeky bar. pint. See, hmm? see the Danny? bar. The bar at Doncaster. This is on the Sunday. Oh right, yeah. No, but nah, but, but, no. I literally nah. walked in. We walked straight into one table. Uh, it was Alex, yeah, say, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, but you say that Phelps. Phelps started off the morning with three fucking beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It it drank three or four before he even got to Doncaster. The weird. So so, so well, the way the way I work it out is right. You've got your sort of like normal feeling, normal level. That's your line, okay. When you drink, you go right above that line and you feel awesome. But then as you come down and you hit rock bottom, you go way below the line. So I always go. You need two or three just to bring you back up to that normality level. <laughs> Fucking hell! Or you could take a vitamin tablet. That'd probably work. <laughs> <laughs> look at Mr. Sensible. Danny was the most sensibleist, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. The, 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 my, my uh, problem, yeah. the, the problem Sorry. with me is, yeah, I can, I can, I can control myself, but I can't control what I make other people do. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've always been seen as the bad influence. All, all night, I was like, cool, this drink's nice. Mike, have a taste of this drink. And it just inhale <laughs> half of it and you're gone. <laughs> Lisa was like, yep, you're pacing yourself well. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pacing myself because Mike keeps on drinking half my drinks. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, as, as like I said, as like I said to Hoss earlier, I pretty much stayed on the verge of pissed all night. If I'd have yeah. gone over it, that'd have been it. You'd have carried, you'd have been carrying me home. God, imagine, imagine oh. that me having to I... carry you both home. Oh, oh that'd have been brilliant. You was ruined that much, I'd, I'd have, <laughs> and, then, and then recovered no. to take us home. I'd have left. You know what? I'd have fucking no. left. Her. Nobody got lost. I was a little bit worried. You, you I, fucking did. 
Oh, oh, you, oh <laughs> my word. Let's talk about that. Oh, God. You know, Danny. Oh, Danny. Every yeah. time this comes up, I laugh. Yeah, Danny, you can have the honours, mate. Oh, man. Okay. Come on, mate. I don't mind, honestly. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to leave out a couple of details because I want to chat chat about them later with uh, okay. with the guest that's coming on. Yeah. Um, so, ba- so basically, me, Lisa, and Peter are all sat- chilling at the bar, right, chatting absolute shit. And I look round, and there's Hoss giving it the large to Reptile Systems and Monkfield? Peregrine. Ooh, that's Peregrine. that Peregrine. Well, they'll get over it, I'm sure. Um, and then <laughs> I look round and I'm 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 like scouring the whole room. Where the hell is Phelps? And Lisa <laughs> looks at me and he's like, I don't know. Last time I saw him, he was over there. Okay, well he's not there now. Let's go fucking look for him. So I'm scouting around, scouting around, and I ask a couple of people, Have you seen Phelps? No. Last time I saw him, he was in the toilets. Okay, cool. So I half <laughs> I sort of I sort of half ass run to the toilets because I was like, this is kind of important, but I'm kind of too drunk to be running properly because I'm going to plow into the floor. And, and you've only got the... little legs and you can't run properly. Exactly, anywhere. little legs. Uh, and like my arms are longer than my legs, so when I run too fast, it kind of looks a bit weird. And uh, it's like equilibrium thing. Plus, I've only got one ear, so my balance ain't very good. So when I've had a couple, I just I just shouldn't run. And uh, so I get I get into the bathroom. I'm like Phelps, Phelps, where are you? nothing can't hear anything but both the this both the stalls are locked right so you can see the little red bar on the stall on the you know on the cubicles so i go over to him and i'm rattling one and i'm thinking I, I, i've got to make sure i know who's in there because if he's like collapsed then you know you know this could be serious he could just have his head down the toilet or you know pull all over him i don't know so i'm, I'm rattling the stalls phelps are you in there and one dude right he must have been like Southern American. He's like, what the fuck, man? I'm taking a shit, man. Go away. Like this. I'm like, sorry, dude. Sorry. Left him with a really sour taste of the British in his mouth. And um, so anyway, so anyway, I walk out the toilets. So I'm like, I can't find him. I can't find him. And um, Lisa said, someone said they saw him walk out the front doors. Like, okay. So I go to the front doors and I, and I, I go through and I'm looking around and there's this little dark silhouette sitting on the bench over on this little patch of grass in the middle of concrete Doncaster, right? And there, and there he is, there he is, Phelps, with his little kilt on, right? <laughs> on the phone. I'm like, Phelps, who are you on the phone to? Because I thought you was calling a cab, right? Yeah, yeah. And he was like, and it, and literally all I heard was, la, 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 la. <laughs> that's all I heard. So I walked over, right? <laughs> and I said, who's on the phone? He went, Sam, so, um, I went right. Give me the phone. Give me that. Go on, in you go. And like, and like, shooed him inside. I was like, I was like, I was like, hello, Sam. She's like, hi, Danny. <laughs> I was like, I was like, are you okay? She was like, yeah, a little bit tired, but you know. I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. What's he been saying? He went. She went. Apparently, Mike went. Sam, I'm lost. Uh, They've all left me. I don't know where I am. Come I said and I was save coming home. Come and, I'm coming home. Come and save me. And I went, and I went, I went, Sam, if anything, he's left us. He's literally just walked out the front door of the hill and then we just left us in there. Oh, mate. Do you know what? As I, well, said, so... I said, I was like, Sam, go back to bed. I'll sort <laughs> him all, out. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. 
Do you know what though? I've, I've done that before years ago. Uh, we we moved into our new house, and the people who we bought our house off, they took us out for a few beers. Swear to God, right? Somebody spiked me. The the the, the couple that took us out, I reckon they spiked me because I don't remember. I remember being out with them. Then I don't remember anything else. And then the next thing, Sam's mom's going where is Sam? And I'd literally gone home, left Sam there without even realising. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam's mum was going mentally, be going, how could you have left her on, on her own uptown? I was like, I don't even remember coming home. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even remember town. What are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> but there's a couple of things that I just wanted to talk about. Um, yeah. and, and obviously we had all the fun and the sh- shenanigans on the night, but in the day, we oh, yeah. had an absolutely fantastic time. No, at... you know, no, no, we didn't because now I'm confused. What? I've always wanted a raccoon, and I've stated <sighs> this many times, right? And and you're not <laughs> but, sure now, are you? Uh, no, and you know what? It's, it's it's you, Mike, that have done it for me. The the, <laughs> the, the face of pure just. Oh, absolutely! You love that, that was that skunk. was absolute. You like, could see my heart on like, my face. Couldn't like you? if I buy a skunk, and I I could be that happy for the rest of my life. <laughs> I, I just uh, do you know? Do you know why I was that happy? I've I've never I've never sort of like been around skunks. I've heard all about them and seen them and and, and whatnot. Obviously, watched loads of documentaries. I expected them to be quite. I don't know, energetic, running around, a little bit like, like more so like me, a cat and that. But I she, think some people will tell you they are. Yeah, yeah, and and I know. Speaking to Luke, and he said she's just that, you know, the way that she is as a personality. But mm-hmm. I mean, you you held her first, Danny, and she literally just wrapped her arms and her legs round you and just nuzzled into you, didn't she? You know what it was? Like I know what it was. She, <laughs> she, she was saying in a little skunk voice. Take me away from Doncaster, <laughs> please. <laughs> oh. I was tempted. I was tempted. But yeah, I can. Oh. I can only describe. There's, there's only one way to describe my face. As soon as that little thing nestled into me and like wrapped its legs around me, and that was just melted. Yeah. Like my whole face felt like it melted. I was like, oh, I want to take it home. <laughs> the, the only way I can describe it, Danny, is you know. If one of your kids, if your kids hurt themselves and then they come and rug and you, they just hug you because, and that's what I felt like. It just wanted to just hug you and hustle. Oh, yeah. just melted. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah just so, it just felt really safe. Do either of you want to pronounce the company that we went to? Because I ain't even trying that second word. Reptile Rendezvous. Rendezvous. Is it Rendezvous? Rendezvous. Yes. Reptile Rendezvous and Furry Friends. Which, yeah. is, which is Luke and who we had on the podcast, the other, well, the previous podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. Just... But the meerkats were cool as well. We just went in their enclosure, sat down, and they just sort of like, they're up. I mean, the one was actually on sentry duty on my lap. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll post the, uh, well, I've posted some of the videos and the, and the pictures, but. Mm-hmm. Oh. Just incredible. The whole the whole afternoon. Um, actually, you know, we've completely jumped the gun, you know. Yeah, we, we have. have. Right, okay, so. I'm gonna rewind all of that, and I'm gonna start from the beginning because Mike, no, Mike you can't. Got... No, there's no point starting from the beginning because you left someone out, didn't you? <laughs> right, so, me and Mike, it's that time of the week. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. Let me let me start. Danny lets us down again. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, there is a reason we'll go into that in a minute. Why yeah. you wasn't so, there? 
So the lovely yeah, because you pair of cunts. No, it's because we can read <laughs> messages and went, oh yeah, there's the postcode, and we need to be there for ten. We'll leave at seven. No, I'll head into Doncaster, and then realise I'm forty-five minutes away from the. <laughs> The yeah, but river. Ross, yeah, but Ross cancelled, and you guys didn't tell me you were still going. Read the oh, messages. Read it, the messages. Screenshot yeah. that shit. No, it's been <laughs> and gone now. Right, no, so, you can't say it's been anyways, and gone. It's still there. Look, look, this this is a podcast. Not time for you to get over your, you know, doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Ross Deacon from Word on the Snake Vine invited us out to a secret spot for some herping. Um, whilst we were on the way up, we were probably about half an hour, 20 minutes away. Ross is absolutely flooding me with pictures of different things that he's finding. Yeah, he's an, he's an adder, he's grass snakes, there's yeah. loads, we, loads we, of common lizards. We get there. <laughs> we get there, right? We walk for ages, and it's all the right habitat, and he's talking us through this and that and the other. I'm just going to say one thing on a podcast Ross, you're full of shit, there's no adders there. <laughs> Old we, need photos. Look, we need to look at the properties of them photos yeah taken in 2016 <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah it was there was a lot of evidence we, we saw well so we saw some common lizards we saw the arse end of a couple of common lizards um, yeah. but that was about it um it was absolutely baking yeah, um, I mean, and and it hasn't been hot for a while, so they were all out early, and then literally they'd got the sun, and they they were they were underneath the uh, they were underneath the bracken, wasn't they? Actually, I actually had an email from the adders, and it was because Danny wasn't there, so they all thought oh, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thanks. So, so anyways, we um... to be fair though. To be fair though, I was the only one um, doing doing the right thing. You guys were off fucking herping. And I was, was just—I was sat at the bar drinking. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I was a bit jealous at that point when his sweat like, was Come on, boys, you got to catch up now. <laughs> did Did you see the photos of Mike with his hat and camo stuff on? Yes, I did. Who do you? Yes, who I did, did look like a it fat was Marco golden. Shay. Yes, yes, so, you did. Yes, proper, proper. 15, 15 stone heavier version of Marco Shay. <laughs> yeah, but look, I'm a ginger and I've got a bald head, and it was it, I'd have I'd have been a right mess if I'd have caught the sun like sunstroke and gone out on the beer. You mean <laughs> everybody else would be blind? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so that was cool. So we were, anyways, we walked around for a bit. It was really, it was nice to see Ross and catch up with Ross. Then we went back to the car park and. Whilst Mike was on the phone, I serenaded Ross. Yeah, I was. And, I was just Ross, doing a bit of a. I love a, the video, and Ross didn't look interested at all. Ross, was, <laughs> Ross like, isn't. Like, Ross yeah. isn't like us, though. He doesn't. He, he doesn't understand the banter that no, we no, have. You know what? Like, why is he? Why is he playing a guitar to me in the middle of nowhere on a car park? Right. So, <laughs> I've got a project with Ross. I'm going to convert him to one of us. Yeah, yeah. Next next time you'll be doing it, and he'll be getting a rose in his teeth. Oh, and definitely. It to you. Yes, it's yes. too clever. It's too clever yes, for us. No, I, I I think with a bit of hard work, I could dumb him down a little bit, just a bit. Huh. But can we just say thanks because we did some interviews and we talked through, we've done some video footage. We're going to hold on to that until we go back, um, and and, and spot some adders so we can get some footage and we can put it all together and, and we'll if, put well, that well, out there. That's providing there actually are adders there. <laughs> I don't think there is. No. Yeah, I, 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 I know. Fibbins. He's so, a big fat fibber. <laughs> fibber? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we did that, and then we drove all the way to Doncaster, where... You enjoyed that, didn't you? Other, uh, no. 
No. <laughs> you're not allowed to say it, Hoss. Oh, no, don't don't say it on the... No, let's, no. Let's, let's put it this way. We was just over 45 minutes away. We got there in 20 minutes, didn't we? Yes. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, and Danny, Danny received many, many text messages. Basically, I wrote a will. I told him I loved him. <laughs> I asked him to ring Mike to make him stop. Um, <laughs> what what a fucking motor, dude! Mm, it's the first time I've sort of like been on some decent uh, sort of like national speed. Private? No, well, well, no, well, no, it wasn't national. It was a private road, mate. <laughs> no, no, you can get fast enough on a, on, a, on, a, on a national speed limit. It was just like nice and windy. It's nice to uh, to let it go a little bit. Mm-hmm. So then we got to, we got to Doncaster. We had some lovely food. We had a couple of drinks. Lisa freaked the fuck out because in England you can have a pint and drive. In Scotland you can't even have a half a shandy. No, you can't. Um, so she was paranoid as fuck. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Matt, it's probably it's probably the right way to go. But that's a, that's a conversation for a different for a different time. Definitely. Lisa had a um, Lisa had a few shocks actually, didn't she? For the British culture. <laughs> yeah. Later on in the night, she was trying to like flag down a cab, and they were all like sticking their fingers up at her, like "fuck off, get out of the road, you cunt." <laughs> and, and she was wondering why. I was like, "Dude, this is this is Britain. You can't do that. No, <laughs> it doesn't work like England. that around here. This, this isn't is this England. isn't this isn't New York. <laughs> you can't just hail a taxi." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, she was good as gold, though. Both yeah, her was. and and Ambrose or Jamie, whatever you want to call him. Um, absolutely. And the shout out to the taxi man. Yes. Taxi man. Martin oh, taxi man. He was good, wasn't he? He was yeah. good. A- Addy, 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 Addy. He was good. He was taxi. Yeah. <laughs> no, they they have a snake is a snake. You stay away from snakes in South Africa. You don't touch snakes. Eh, snakes are dangerous. <laughs> snakes are bad for you. Who are you, you talking about? Them. The taxi driver. No, Addy. I'm on about a personal a- Ambrose's personal chauffeur. Martin. Yeah, oh, taxi. Martin. Oh, Martin. <laughs> the balloon was calling taxi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was on about the actual taxi driver yes. from the hotel. He was brilliant. Yeah, he was. was good. Yeah. Right. So it was a bit of a mad one. Oh yeah! Big yes. shout out to Martin. He's funny. I like him. Um, yeah. So for anyone that we offended over the weekend, um, get everyone. Over. Get over it. We're reptile and chill. This is what we do. <laughs> this is yeah. We we basically the rule of thumb is reptile and chill. Turn up. Fuck shit up and leave. <laughs> Actually, no, we didn't leave. Um, so Fiona from Reptile Systems uh, called us a taxi, and we kind of didn't get the taxi. Oh, we, 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 we walked. Got, we got kicked out. We got kicked out of the hotel. I don't hard. I hardly remember being in the hotel. <laughs> at the um, at the at the holiday in pub. I can't remember what it's called now, like Woodgate or something. Um, we were there, we were there, and I I think you guys were I can't remember if you guys were with us. I know Pete was with us, and it was I think it was me, Pete, Corey, Pete, Lisa, Kate. yeah, maybe maybe Corey at the time. But we was at the bar, and it was just, uh, quarter to eleven, and um, the the guy I, I think he was a manager. He looked, looked he's dressed as a manager, you know, in a shirt and that. Yeah. And uh, he said he said guys guys guys, can you just keep the noise down a little bit? 
I went, you're in a fucking bar. What's wrong with you? <laughs> right, right. And he looked at him, oh, man, if looks could kill, I swear. And then literally 30 seconds later, we were just laughing and taking the piss. 30 seconds later, he goes, guys, can you not, can you not swear, please? I went, we're in a fucking bar. What is wrong with you? It's quarter to 11 at night. There's like no kids hit. Seriously, what is wrong with you? Like that. And... Um, on that note, we all walked out, and we came and got you, and I was like, right, we're going. <laughs> this place is a shithole. <laughs> uh, apologies to the manager, because when you are smashed, you don't really Don't you dare. Don't yeah. you dare. No. No. <laughs> You're allowed dare. to swear. You're allowed Danny, to swear. On Danny, pub. don't you ever, don't you ever me. Don't you, don't you dare. Don't, don't you, you ever, dare. don't you ever me. <laughs> Oh, right. You know what? Before we carry on, I think we need to get the guest on. Yeah, oh, we, do we, we have to? Yeah. Yeah. This right. guy's... They, oh. Stalked us all weekend. He co- he co- he, he, oh, no, he wouldn't leave us alone, would he? Fuck yeah, it. He's like a shadow. Di- dial him in. Dial him in and we'll just... Don't, turn, don't tell him on the podcast, though. Oh, my God, look. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. He literally, like, um, he caused all of the um, carnage. All of oh, it. Yeah, don't, good as don't good say as gold, man. No, he's, he's an absolute just fucking stalker. Stalked us all weekend. Northern Irish stalking bastard. <laughs> absolute dickhead he was. <laughs> oh shit, he's on. He's on. Oh, <laughs> Assholes, what's happening? Ah, great. Uh, it's an absolute uh, pleasure to have you on, mate. It's a pleasure to be on. How are we, guys? Have we recovered from Saturday yet? Uh, no. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Oh, just me, just me then. Do you know what? <laughs> Me if I'm honest with you, I think of today is the first time I've thought of, I've, I've felt okay. I'm still tired. Yeah. But apart from that, I'm not too bad. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I got enough sleep to, to survive uh, on Sunday. So See, yeah, just tired. I uh, I got home and uh, I, I got back for about half four, straight round to my friend's house to to follow up at their holy communion. <laughs> it's on the lash again on the Sunday night. No, that's that's grim. I, I, that I've sounds... had a few beer tonight, but that's it for me. That sounds horrible. That sounds horrible. All of that, all of that. Just one beer sounds absolutely grim. Yeah. Right so, now. so if anyone sees me with an alcoholic beverage at Doncaster, please remove it from me and give me a lemonade. Yeah, and slap him I... and slap him in the face really hard. Yeah. Well, that part's a given, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, spare, spare thought for the guys who had to drive for five hours and then wait for a boat for an hour and a half and then get on a two and a half hour boat and yeah. then drive for a little more. So spare thought for those for those guys. Yeah, we was we was <laughs> ten minutes away from you, home. No, 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 no. Right, Pete. You, yeah. You didn't have to pick up towels full of Phelps's blood. Yeah, well, yeah. that's that's true. Yeah, I don't know if we were going to talk about that or not, but apparently we are. <laughs> oh, mate, I, I'm 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 easy. I had to so, explain to the cleaner. So I I I, <laughs> I woke up first, right, and I feel yeah. like fucking shit, right? So I there's a video there's a video to prove that. Yeah. You know, so I I I know what it feels to get fucked by you, dude. That's all I'm gonna me? say. Not me. Not me, disclaimer, not me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wake up, I go into the bathroom, I go to the toilet, and I'm having a wee, and I look to my left, and in the bathtub <laughs> is just pillowcases, duvets, sheets. towels, sheets, yeah. just full of blood. And I, I don't mean a little bit, I mean like someone's just... Caked, you know, caked so, in blood. Yeah. Like, it looked like, it like somebody had been killed. Literally. It, it did look. It did genuinely look dubious. So like, yeah, I like, I like here. So I've run back into the bedroom that me and Danny were in. Hey, um, Danny's fine. <laughs> Danny's okay. Going to the living room where Lisa is. 
and she's sitting up and she's like, have you seen the blood? And she's like, what fucking blood? Why are you buying me for the blood for? <laughs> I was just like, no, no, go into the bathroom. Uh, I snort, she'd had an accident. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, just because I'm a woman, you think it's me? <laughs> Misogynist. So, uh, uh, yeah, so she she runs <laughs> she runs into the bathroom, sees it, and like shit, Phelps. We go into the room and he's just there, asleep. <laughs> Nothing. I was like, what the fuck's happened? Brilliant. Like they eventually wake Phelps up and he's like, Matt, there's loads of blood. Do you know anything about it? He was like, Oh yeah, I had a nosebleed. Yeah, so so I woke up at about four o'clock in the morning, and I was looking around the room, and I was going, "No, it was it was literally." I must have slept, uh, uh, just had a nosebleed while I was sleeping, and it literally must have just been, but it just poured everywhere. And uh, I woke up, and I thought, "Oh man, I can't remember the end of the night. Whoever have I upset somebody? Have they <laughs> give me a smack or something?" <laughs> so I went you know, down, just you know, had a quick look at everybody, made sure everybody was okay. Lisa doesn't even remember becoming in in the room at, at four o'clock, just going, "Is everything all right?" I, I think I've had a nose. Yeah, yeah, fine. Went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of all of all the things that happened to a big burly man like you, it was a nosebleed. Eh? Well, I'm not. Being, <laughs> I'm not being funny with anyone. that should have been angry with him. He should be me. I had to carry the ginger bastard back to the fucking apartment. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> with no pants on. <laughs> Did I take my pants uh, off? I never took the kilt off. At one at one point you were helicoptering, mate. It was it was bad. It was hard to see that was a helicopter. I looked around I looked round and there's this just fucking Mike Todger just flying around and I was like, fuck's sake, Phil. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa went, what? I said, no, let's just keep walking, Lisa. Come on, come on. <laughs> and just pushed her forward. <laughs> oh, Brilliant. Do you, know, do you know the best thing? Do you know the best thing about the, um, the, the, the blood-covered everything? Go on. <laughs> was the cleaner, right, afterwards, at the end. As we were leaving, the cleaner was doing her rounds, right? And we was leaving, right, with all, with all of Hoss's, like, video gear. So he had like all proper filming. He had like proper filming lights and stuff for the yeah. podcast. He had like all the lights, the stands, and everything. And you know, yeah. you, you could tell it was like a, a you know a bit of a set. And uh, <laughs> she, she, we must have walked out of all this gear. And she must feel, oh, I wonder what they were recording. Blah blah. Walked into the hotel room, and there's just all this fucking bloody, yeah. bloody matches. Not just that. Oh, the thought, the thought that must have gone through her head. There was a, there was a load of broken condoms on the side as well. I was yes, trying to blow up on our heads. Exactly on the hands. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, have we, have we put the picture of Ambrose with the condom on his, on his head? On the page yet? I, 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 I put it. I put it on mine. On my sort of like uh, uh, when I put all the pictures uh, and, and videos up of a great weekend. Brilliant! Yeah, I think it needs to fun. go up on the page. Yeah, it was good fun. Right, Unfortunately, can, there can were I... hotties extra small condoms, oh, so they breaking. Fuck you! <laughs> right, right. I need to ask someone a question. Right, when we was at the Hilton. Well, who first? But anyone who has the correct answer. So we was at the Hilton. I was drinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone called me. I turned round, and somebody shoved a load of coffee, <laughs> shoved a load of coffee beans in my mouth. Who did yeah. it? Yeah, the same thing happened to me, and I bet you know who it was. Peter. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me, and if it, it was, I can't remember. It might have been me or Lisa. I'm I think it lie. was probably both of you together. I might, yeah, I might, I might have fobbed it off on Peter, but it, it was probably me. Okay, because so my recollect, my recollection of the night goes Guinness, 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 and then we went to meet you, and then it got messy, and then it was more Guinness and Jaeger bombs, and then a mouthful of coffee beans. 
You don't remember about me and you in the toilets, Dan? Well, I was trying to blank, blank that out. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the Jaeger bombs. <laughs> yeah. But oh, fuck this. I need to forget this in the morning. <laughs> Sink. Yeah. I forget <laughs> it, I did. <laughs> so, yeah. So, me, me and Lisa were, like, were getting a drink at the bar. And uh, this ra- just randomly, I've never seen anything like this, but randomly there's these a couple of packets on, like, a tray and a big glass bowl full of fresh coffee beans, right? Yep. And I went and I went, Lisa, I dare you to like just eat some coffee beans. And she went and just grabbed the load and she went, Oh and just shoved the whole lot in her mouth. I was like, You fucking fruit loop and she sat there like crunching on these coffee beans. I went I went to her, What are they like? She went, Tastes like coffee but really strong. I was like I was like Cool, I'm gonna do it, and I did, and I just grabbed this massive handful of coffee beans, and just shoved them in my mouth, and I was like, "This is fucking disgusting. I love it." Like, <laughs> did, I, I, did I? Did I? Oh, I, coffee beans. Yeah, yeah. I you don't, did. Yeah. I've been tasting coffee all week, and I'm like, I don't drink coffee. <laughs> the worst thing is, right? As I tell you what, there's nothing like a handful of raw coffee beans to sober you up. It's <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. I was buzzing. Like seriously, the the worst part is, is Lisa put a load in her pocket. She's yeah. like, I'm going to take, take this home with me. I was like, do it. You're so hardcore. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. And she, and and then two minutes later, she, she was like, oh, fuck this. And pulled them all out back out of her pocket, put them all back in the on the on the table, on the bar, and there was all shards of glass in it. That's right. <laughs> I, like, I remember what that. What the yeah. hell? I was like, what the fuck? She's pulling out shards of glass out of her pocket. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you've been doing, but that does not look right. <laughs> oh, God. Very good. Oh. So, so, moral of the story, if you'd like to slightly put your life at risk or um, just injure it. your kidneys, then come to next Doncaster. Oh, and, in the C- and the same vein, if you want to remain safe and don't want to injure your kidneys, then probably avoid Scottish women. <laughs> it's probably a yeah, fair, a fair point. Oh, the, funny, the funniest thing as well is when I had, the, when I had when I'd finished the coffee beans, obviously you think to yourself, oh, you know, my mouth's just full of fucking coffee now. <clears> yeah. So I went. I went to Phelps. I looked at Phelps. Went Phelps. Have I got any coffee in my teeth? And I like, <laughs> grinned at him. Grinned at him. He went. He went. He went. No, you're beautiful like that. And then he gave me this. And they just gave me this massive smooch out of nowhere. Just give me a big old kiss. I was like, Argh! I couldn't even breathe. Oh, oh. Brilliant. I'm glad you guys came to the Hilton because that bar we were in before was was poor, wasn't it? There was well, it was okay until they called last orders at quarter to eleven. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. yeah, we knew it was time to leave. But yeah, the Hilton was the Hilton was great. So oh, if you're so, planning, if you're planning on going to Donny, one of one of one of the listeners, Chantal, she said that there's a good rock bar in town called Social. I don't know, right. I've never been there. Um, oh, we saw I've, we saw a couple, didn't we, on Saturday? I've got a better idea. So what? we all start at the part the bar. We get kicked out at quarter to eleven, <laughs> and we fill a car full of booze, and we have a car park party. No, as <laughs> rescue. We're getting a suite at the Hilton, so, we so stayed, they can't kick us out at one. We stayed at the Hilton, <laughs> and then right across from the Hilton, there is the best fish and chips I've ever had in my life, and like an uh, old fire station turning into a fish and chip restaurant. So yeah. that's that's a win as well. Yeah, great, and it's licensed too. So what's not to, what's not to like about that? Yeah. Nice. Yep. Spot on. So, okay. yeah, gonna, Peter, are you going to be at the next Doncaster? Yeah, we're hoping to have a table and shift on a few a few of this year's. He needs, to bring, he needs to bring some rough scale pythons over at the next one for me to steal. Oh, <laughs> strictly, strictly not for sale. 
Yeah, I know. I know. I was going to say, do you, do you think we should talk about reptiles at any point? Well, yeah. that's up to you guys. You're, you're in charge. Do you know what? But I'm <laughs> happy to talk about beer for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> you, Peter, you have been on for sort of like 15, 20 minutes now, and, and the, the guests may or may not know who you are. Do you want yeah. to just give yourself a little introduction, mate? Uh, yeah, I can do. Um, my name is Peter Nish. I'm from, uh, as you can probably tell, Northern Ireland. I live in Belfast. Um, I've been keeping. I know. I know where you live. I know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, Liam Neeson. Relax. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, I've been keeping uh, reptiles for I would say over probably over twenty. In fact, over twenty years now. Um, started off when I was sixteen. Um, loved animals. I've always been into animals. It was always furry stuff, feathered stuff, um, hamsters, budgies, all that kind of thing. Um, when we were younger, and I didn't even really know that kind of keeping reptiles or keeping amphibians, snakes, lizards was even a thing. Uh, and when I was about 14, I went to a friend's house in school and he had a, a chili rose tarantula and a leopard gecko. And from that moment, that was Actually, me sold on reptiles. Pete, can you stop there, please? Can you I can. Just, can you decide leopard gecko again, please? Leopard gecko. <laughs> <laughs> and again. <laughs> leopard gecko. Leopard gecko. He's bashing one off right now. <laughs> again, again, that's three today. Um, so yeah, for for that minute, that was me really hooked on on reptiles and amphibians. And we had a, a local reptile shop, City Reptiles. It's not open anymore, unfortunately, but it was the first. Uh, if I'm right, it was the first reptile shop in, on the island island of Ireland. Um, and I spent all my Saturdays there. At that stage, uh, I'm sure you know Warren Warren Booth. Um, Warren's yeah. been on Morelia Python Radio a few times. Yeah, he's a yeah. fairly educated guy. He worked there, um, and he was a student. And I got to know him there. And yeah, from his 16th birthday, I got a a boa constrictor, a little Colombian boa imperator, and and nice. the rest is kind of it's kind of history then, really, from there on. Spot on, right? And and we was having a chat over the weekend, and we we were sort of like very similar. You know, loved animals from a young age. Yeah. Got into reptiles. You know, I was about fifteen. You was about sixteen. We had a very similar sort of like start into into the hobby. Yeah. I had I had gracious parents. My parents were great about letting us kind of. There was five five brothers and sisters. Um, and I came from quite a, a religious family, but they weren't too strict. Anything kind of went in terms of animals and bits and pieces, as long as we looked after them. So we had. We had more cats than I would care to remember, um, uh, and lots of bits and pieces. And so they were. When I told them I wanted a snake, they were they were good about it. They were great about. Well, if you can prove to us that you can care for it and that you know what you're talking about and you can look after it, then 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 grand, you can you can do that. And so they've kind of they've helped it to shape that, and hopefully I'll be able to do the same with with my daughter. You know. Did do you think that they secretly sort of like enjoyed having the animals around as well, and that's why they let you have the animals? They enjoyed having animals around to a certain extent. I wouldn't say so much the reptiles. Initially, we got cats because we live in the countryside and we got them to control rats, and yeah. that's why we got them. And you know, there are various arguments for whether cats should be inside or not. But at that stage, the cats were outside, and the cats helped to keep the the uh, the farm area that we lived on free of free of rats yeah. and, and mice. And so they tolerated some animals. They liked some animals. Um, I don't think they'd probably rather not have the snakes. Although at one stage, I moved out of out of my house. And in my own apartment, and I, I started to, to gather a, a a bigger collection of reptiles at that stage because I could I could then afford to keep them kind of how I wanted and keep you know keep them as I, as I felt they should be kept, um, and uh, I ended up being made redundant and was having to move back home. And I said to mum, mum, would you mind if I 
if I move back home with a few snakes, and she said that's okay. Son, very gracious as always, yeah. and I think I, I think I brought home eighteen snakes at that stage. Oh, um, <laughs> and so, needless to say, she wasn't overly impressed, but she kind of turned a blind eye. And again, it was the same. It was the same rule. If you look after it, you pay for it. Um, then then you work away, sort of thing. So yeah, she was. They were great. That's brilliant, right? Absolutely. Spot on. <clears throat> I'm so jealous. What? <laughs> Of, of 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 what in particular? Just 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 having parents, parents that having parents that gave a shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, to, to be honest, you, though, man. You can call me Daddy anytime you want. <laughs> to, to be honest, getting started with reptiles was difficult, um, but yeah. once they saw that I could look after them and that it was it wasn't just like a five minute phase. Then they've yeah. they've always been really supportive. Even even not now, you know, I'm back at my parents now, and yeah. my my dad comes and sits on the bed sometimes when I'm watching TV, and he he just watches the, the snakes and he, he loves it. Yeah, he absolutely loves it. Yeah. But, but, but your dad loves fishing, that doesn't he? He does like that sitting down and just observing how they move, and and, and he does that with his fish as well. Yes, yeah, so we, yeah, well, we've our our family are the same. Sorry, yeah, go ahead, man. Pee. Far away. No, I was just going to say our family are the same. They've always been animal lovers. They would, you know, um, and they've, they've, they've I suppose, nurtured that. And whether, whether it was cats having kittens, they were always there and involved. Or whether it was a sick, a sick budgie, they would have always been involved. So in the same vein as that, they, you know, they were happy to sit down and watch and and uh, kind of encourage as well. Yeah, I mean, we was always the whole the family was always brought up on wildlife documentaries and yeah. and and loving nature and wildlife and getting out and about amongst it. Um, I was a little bit different because I was just devious. I wasn't allowed a snake, so I just got one and hid it in my room. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, but um, I think that was more of the fact that my mum and dad thought this will be a fad, and in six twelve months' time, we're going to be the ones looking after it, and we don't want to be the ones looking after a snake. Yeah. But then when I Proved that I really loved it, and and you know wanted to build my enclosures and and got into that. They were they were absolutely fine. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. So so you started off with a did you say um uh, was it a Colombian boa? Yeah, it was a little boa constrictor imperator. I remember around the time of my sixteenth birthday, there was a a guy had had a a bred Colombian boas, um, and the. He, he sold basically half the letter to the shop, City Reptiles, that I would have frequented at the time. And, and I got the pick of the letter. I'd been that kind of, you know, I'd been inquiring about them every week and asking about yeah. when they were going to be available. And so I got the pick of the letter. And I got this absolutely beautiful little Colombian Imperator. Um, I kept it for maybe a year and learned a lot with it. Went through some of the trials and tribulations that you do when you're 16, first start yeah. keeping exotic animals. Um and then, like an absolute walt, I traded it in for a royal python. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know? well, we laughed, didn't we? But, but royals you know. are royal. You can think what you like about royals. Royals are great. I still have a few here, but this is at the stage where the only the only royals available really uh, were were wild types. They were all captive farm. They didn't yeah. eat. They had to feed live rodents. Um, and so that was a that was that was a long time ago. But at that stage, there was Amazon tree bo- Amazon tree paws and day geckos and all sorts of bits and pieces. You know, they're not they're not Colombians though, are they? No, they're well Colombian. <laughs> yeah, well, as I said, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all make mistakes. We won't judge you. It's fine. Well, you, you yeah, say a mistake. Not, no. I, I, I genuinely don't think it was because if that Royals led him on to doing what he's doing now, then then look, it look, wasn't look, a mistake. Look, any more, well, any, any more not on a green and we're sacking you and we're, get, we're bringing <laughs> Eleanor back. 
Definitely. I think I think we should sack Phelps and charge Peter a tenner. Um, listen, listen what I should pro- I should probably just put down like forty quid now. <laughs> you're not, you're not the first person to do that. Honestly, do you get a, do you get a discount for paying in advance or? Yeah. Yes. Oh, do you know what? We missed cool. a trick, guys, because potty 3%. mouth Peter at uh, Doncaster. If we'd have just recorded it all, and we could have just kept on playing it back on the podcast, going, "There's another, <laughs> there's another swear, there's yeah. another swear." I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. So hard, so. Some, some, some credit for it. Yeah. <laughs> but but going back to, to Royals, um, you know, at that time, when I mean, I'm 42 now, when I was around about 16, 17, the Royals were like amazing snakes to have, you know. Yeah. They were, they, were, they were stocky python. They had a decent sort of like head on them. The patterns are gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I know now we sort of like, oh, yeah, they're, they're pet rocks. But... They was ideal to have as a as a sort of like a starter snake because, you know, they, the way they were, the way that you know they are quite uh, docile, uh, you know, and I'm not putting them all in that bracket, but yep. the majority of them are. They're, they're, they're good species. They're a good species to start with, aren't they? And, and to learn. I think if um, I think I think if all, all all jokes aside, I actually think wild type royals are still absolutely fantastic. They're, be- they're beautiful in that wild, yeah. that wild type pattern as well. It's just, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's, that, that's, what's, that's what sold me on it as a 16-year-old. Uh, apart from the fact that Royals at that stage were just didn't... They ate even less than they do now as Royals, but at that stage it was that round head, the heat pits, uh, yeah. it was the, the stocky body, the brown, that kind of typical in inverted commas snake pattern. And yeah. That, that was what sold for me and I, I I was 16 at itchy feet and I traded the snakes because I couldn't afford to, to buy um, the royal instead um, but you, you, you learn don't you and hindsight's great and all the rest of it but uh, yeah I, I did what it did and it led me under the, the progression of where I am now and I've, yeah. I suppose I've come a long way from from that 16 year old who got that Colombian bow right, wow. so let, yeah, let's, let's fast forward things to 2016 um, actually yeah. you're Northern Ireland Um so 2016, he's correct, he's 2019 here. So you're behind <laughs> about three years. So uh, if you multiply if you multiply that by about ten, we're behind probably about thirty years in terms of politics. We have the DUP here, don't forget. So um, right, okay. the, poli- the, politi- the political wing of the old testament are here, so um, <laughs> yeah, we're 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 thirty years behind mate. Right, okay. Uh-huh. So whatever year it is there, what are you currently yeah. keeping and working with? Because he can't do maths. Yeah. <laughs> but after the weekend, yeah. like, I can't speak of my maths. You got a degree, yeah. haven't you, Hoss? Should I? Not in maths, obviously. How, How did you do a degree, that? A degree in knob. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I'm good with I'm good with my hands. Good with your hand. You're good with your one hand. <laughs> look, look, look. My, my my bad arm carried your fat ass all the way from yeah. Hilton. Do you know what? The I'm never I'm never taking I'm never, I'm never making fun of it anymore. You saved that. You saved that, didn't you, Hoss? You were just setting yourself right up after one after the other there, hey, weren't you? Hey, uh, I, I seen your bad arm doing something else incredible the other night. You right, was playing that's... the drums windmilling like a guitarist. Yes. <laughs> Did you see that? Have you seen that, Dana? Is that a video floating about where he's in a I in a, don't like a know tent? if I want to see that. Oh, it's really good. No, it's so good. I'm, I'm in the studio and our guitarist yeah. is taking the piss. Um, and he's doing like, um, you know how Jimi Hendrix did the, the, the windmill with his arm as he played? 
Yeah. Um, and he's taking the piss. He's like, eh, drummers can't do this. So I was like, oh, fuck you, man. Yes, I can. And <laughs> I actually, I, I, I was still recording. Yeah, didn't miss a beat. Didn't miss a beat at all. I was still using that for the EP. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. <laughs> right, back to it then. So, <laughs> where were we? 2019. So, um, things have moved on quite a lot for you uh, now, Pete. Um, you, 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 you. I would say very well known in the hobby. Some of the animals you work with are, are, are incredible animals. Um, oh, thanks, mate. So Appreciate do, do, that. Do you want to talk a little bit about sort of like what you're currently keeping? Have you got any breeding projects on at the moment? Yeah, well, for, I suppose the last couple of years have led me to this point. Um, I got kind of took a little bit of a hiatus and got back into snakes and bought did the royal morph thing and and had a. And a small collection. I had about maybe 30 royals at one point um, and produced quite a few clutches over a couple of years. Nothing groundbreaking, but just some nice animals. Um, yeah. But for me, that was a sort of a means to an end. Um, I found recently a little book that I produced in school when I was 16. All these photos that I printed out of snakes. Oh, wow. I was, I, I, like, it was basically when the internet first became available in schools. And we had yeah. a... We had a printer in school, and so sneakily, I, I printed out these pages and pages of pictures from the internet of, of different snakes. Um, I looked through it recently. I found it. My mum and dad were moving house, and I found it in the attic, and I looked through it. And it's basically all the animals, <coughs> excuse me, all the animals that I have now. Um, so wow. that was always always kind of what I wanted to keep. Uh, the royals were great, and you know I'll not knock anybody who does royals because they're great little snakes. But I sold a lot of the royals. Most of the royals, I just have two now, and that enabled me to, to buy a lot of the animals that I, that I have today um, so uh, just going around the room I have uh, a few Amazon tree boas um, Aryan Jaya or Papuan carpet pythons um, I have uh, Aru green tree pythons um, emerald tree boas yeah, box heads was it you called them <laughs> well, I, I, will, I will correct Danny it's a blockhead blockhead I don't get it. I don't. I don't get that blockhead, but they're they got, to me. They're they got fat heads. GTPs are much better. Yeah, but they have little square snouts, and not the not GTPs because they're beautiful too. But that that canine's head is just <laughs> that remains to be seen, mate. Look, that look, remains to right, be seen. Okay. I'm just going to point this out there, right? So emerald tree boas are a hipster snake. <laughs> that is. That is offensive. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I suppose I suppose I, I'm I'm a hipster. Then maybe I'm a. Well, I don't think so. I this, don't think that's the case. But see, this is why Danny constantly slags them off. It's because he can't afford. Oh, them. What? I, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I once I said in a conversation between me, you, Zach, and Luke. Uh, I prefer GTPs because emeralds have a funny shaped shovel head. And that was literally that was literally about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is your yeah. high metal pass. This is yours. Nothing, nothing. I know. Don't put it on him. That's not fair. <laughs> look, look, en- enough was put on me on Saturday. I deserve a break. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, no, you don't. No, 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 no. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I like, I like the uh, green tree pythons and emerald tree boas, but I think emeralds just edge it for me, just in terms of their size, in terms of the. The shape of the body, um, I, I find them to be easier to keep than, than green tree pythons. Um, although I don't find either sort of particularly less, you know, more difficult than, than the other if you get the parameters right. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I, for me, just a, a large female um, northern emerald. Uh, yeah, it's just awesome. I love basins, but I don't. I don't know. Really yeah, I love basins, but I can't afford it. I can't remortgage my house at the minute, so maybe they'll come. Oh, yeah. they, are, they are gorgeous. I know. What are, we, what are we talking, like a minimum of seven grand? No, they're not too bad. I spoke to a guy recently who I've bought animals off before, who I've bought some snakes off before, some uh, boa constrictor amorali, and he has, has now got some of the Ed Marino stuff from mm-hmm. the States, some of the really quite high white. And yeah. I, think, I think he quoted me something in the region of 2800 for a a male and three and a half thousand for a female. Um, that's, not bad, that's not bad at all. It's not bad. It's still a lot of money for a snake, and it's a lot more money than I would yeah. spend of my own money. Yeah. Although uh, I've spent that on snakes before. Hopefully, my wife doesn't listen to this, but um, I've spent that <laughs> on snakes before. Um, but uh, yeah, emeralds are just a little bit more uh, sort of particular in their their care requirements. And so, what I'll maybe do is, if, I, if I'm ever lucky enough to breed the, the northerns, then then those babies may may go towards funding funding some basins at some stage but they're they are you know they're those are probably my my dream snake non-venomous snake uh yeah uh, possibly Poland's, but yeah they're yeah. up there what, what would you say is there much of a difference in the temperaments between your gtp and your emeralds uh it depends uh, depends on the animal i have i have one aru green tree python at the minute and it's very handleable. It's very calm. Don't go near it after lights out. But before that, it's great. You can take yeah. it out, work with it. Um, mm-hmm. My emeralds, fortunately enough, the pair I have at the minute are also the same. Um, they're great. I would rather get bit by the green tree um, than the emerald in terms of the size of the head. But uh, block know that they're both the, yeah blockhead yeah mm-hmm. big teeth head. But they're, <laughs> they're 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 both in terms of temper. The examples I have are, are both great. But I know that there are arrows that are are a nightmare. BX can be a nightmare too, and there are emeralds that it can also be an absolute disaster. But yeah. particularly white, white caught stuff in terms of emeralds. Yeah. But the one, the animals I have are great. It's the teeth on them, isn't it? I got some yeah. gnarly teeth on them. But, uh, Enormous teeth, like yeah. yeah. And I mean, obviously, it's justifiable. The catching, the catching prey like birds and bats on the wing. Um, they've got to have some I've... decent teeth to, to 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 keep hold of them. Mm. Exactly. I have another animal that has big teeth as well, but we'll come on to that in a, a little bit. Uh, okay. Oh. Keeping us in suspense. Oh. That's it. Keeping you in suspenders, oh. mate. Yeah. I know exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm not going to ruin it, but they're crap. <laughs> yeah, so, so, you, so you say. <laughs> so, so, Lisa, so Lisa says as well. Look, but... Everyone can breed them, apparently, according to Lisa. Well, everyone's not breeding them. Everyone doesn't have them, so no, we'll, wait, no. we'll wait and see. We'll oh, wait and see. Yeah. I have a trio, so hopefully at some stage in the future I've got one male, two females, so hopefully I will be able to do that. I still think you and Lisa should have a, uh, have a fight. Uh, I thought you were going to say have a kid together. I thought that's never going to happen. <laughs> well, same thing, isn't it? <laughs> Scient- scientifically possible, but very, very not probable. Um, yeah, so I've got I've got the, the, the animals are listed there, and then I have uh, a pair of sarong barnack scrub pythons that are still young. Um, I have Angolan pythons. I have uh, a pair of royals, and I've kept those kind of as a little project for my daughter growing up, something that's easy to breed that has eggs so she can see um and then i've got some some other boa constrictor stuff i have some sonoran uh, morphs i've got hypo and super possible super hypo sonoran sonorans 
Annalisa Norens. Um, I have a a Nora, so a Tannenbar Island Python. Um, yeah. That's a nice size, a male. I've sourced a female from Lawrence Kensington, so hopefully that's uh, that's something that's on the way. And then I've got a pair of Boa Constrictor Amarali, and the female Amarali is she's due to drop hopefully a big fat load of babies on the on the fifth of July. And I've also got a letter of of Anarisa Norens here, um, fifteen babies that are that are proving a bit of a pain in the arse to get breeding, but they're they're getting there. And um, I bought that animal gravid off a friend. I agreed to buy the trio a trio of animals okay. off him. Would, would you like was gravid? Would you like some advice on feed getting babies feeding? Uh, possibly from someone who who knows what they're talking about. That would be great if there's any. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not going to tell you about the vibrators. <laughs> no, I'm getting Speak to speak to Lisa. Lisa yeah. Burrell, yeah. no, she we, can we, get any. We, 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 we do take the piss out of this quite a bit, but quite literally, put them in tubs and just take your personal vibrator out of the drawer and just leave it on top of vibrating. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've, I've, I can take my peg from, from several, so that's yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, um, it's something, it's something oh, I that... I bet um, you can. I suppose, <laughs> you, know, you know who Dave Clemens is? Yep. So it's no, no one who knows who that not, is. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he he told it me years ago, and it's never failed. Yeah, well, I've heard the trick about driving them around in a car, or yeah, the Yanks do that. I mean, it was when we was had Morelia Python Radio on, and from the ground up, they were like, "Oh yeah, we all do that." And I was like, "Yeah, oh come on, this is sort of like you Yanks just trying to put all over on our on us English guys going on. Oh, they'll be at home now, putting them in the car, taking them yeah. to drive around the block." I honestly thought they were winding us up, but. No. Apparently not. Yeah, I'm almost at that stage with some of these guys. Um, they've all had at least one feed. Um, some have had a few more, but uh, we're getting I, there with I, them. I don't know whether that. I've been thinking about it quite a lot, and I've noticed that when I had the, the, the young ones I had last year, if if I'd done something like clean them out, just change the sort of like the the, the tissue in there or whatever, it's as though that little bit of stress yeah. clicks something in, and that that gets them to feed. Yeah. It may well do, and at the minute I'm just at the stage where I'm just pissing them off enough to, to elicit a striking response, and some of them eventually that you know, if they strike and strike and strike, eventually have a tired little boy with a, a rum in his mouth, and uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. event, eventually they, they give in. Um, but uh, yeah, they're 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 proving to be a bit of fun, but it's so all all a, all a learning experience, isn't it? I mean, you've got to have the patience of a saint, haven't you? Sometimes you're there, just like, why won't you take it? You haven't eaten for months. You've got to take this, but yeah. You know, they, and they, they and do you, eventually. You get a feeding response and it strikes and it coils and you stand there for like four, five minutes, don't move <laughs> yeah. at all, yeah. everything's still, the arm gets cramp and then the baby lets it go and you think, for <laughs> sake, start from the start again. But, but then when they do actually get it and they actually swallow something, that's it then, every time. Oh, yeah. Like, bang, uh, you know, and I'm sort of, from my experience, especially with carpets, you know, once they get going, they... they, they, they never really seem to have any issues. So I know with certain others. With, with finicky hatchlings, I've always just kind of like mouse tail straight away. I don't even try the full prey. Just get yeah. some, something in and getting going. Because I think sometimes it can be quite intimidating. You know, you've just come straight out of the egg and now you've got this yeah. big old dirty human hand with some metal tongues and this, this weird marshmallowy looking pinky thing. So yeah. the, the fuck's that? You know, yeah. Just that little mouse tail, <laughs> just enough to prize in. And get it down. Do that two or three times. They tend to pick it up. Oh, it's it's yeah. It's all trial and error, but um, it is. And you're always. That's one thing I love about this hobby is you're always learning. Um, yeah. 
with different species. Every species is different. Uh, every animal from that species has different quirks, yeah. um, and that's that's all part of the fun. Yeah, I, uh, at the last Doncaster, not the one that's just gone, I um, I decided to get a dumeral, a really nice young female dumeral. Um, and he, the lad who I got it off said, yeah, they're all eating on really tiny quails, like baby quails. Right, okay. Thought, oh, that's going to be a bit of a nightmare to get where, where I am. So I just got one giant sort of like adult quail, shoved it in the freezer, and yeah. then I got some fluff, little mice fluffs, and then literally pulled some feathers off, rammed them down its throat, uh, mm. and then put some in the bowl when I was um, in, in the bag that I was... Um, that I was thawing it out in, yep. and uh, I drop fed it, and literally come down, sort of like you know, a few hours later on the night, just to check, and, and she took it to the point now where she's just taken them, you know, just put a, 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 a few less feathers every time, and yep. now she will just take a just take a mouse fluff, no problem. So, and what's her feeding response like now? Is it the usual? So, so I literally drop it in there, and I literally turn my back, and by the time I've got, she's pulled it straight back into a hide, and he's eating yeah. it. So there's a, there's no issues now. With she, her. she she gets it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And the other species of snake that I have that I didn't mention that uh, some people seem to think are carpet pythons are uh, I've got I've got 1.2 Roskill pythons here as well. <sighs> That's definitely I'm carpet pythons. Yeah, just better <laughs> carpet pythons. Just, oh shit, just, just, just shit chondros. Just, just, just shut your face! <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Anybody can say what they like. I absolutely adore them. Um, mm. It's their eyes. Their eyes are just yeah. You're a amazing. you're a big fan, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, and they they popped up didn't they? Probably about six months ago, and you guys were going, Mike, Mike, there's a there's a pair here um, for Rabbit. the right money. Um, going to Ham, and um, yeah, like a muppet. I uh, yeah. I, I didn't get them. Yeah, well, yeah, we joke, yeah, we joke, but yeah, fun, fantastic animals. Yeah, yeah, the eyes. There's there's very few baby snakes that are as cute. They've just got these massive eyes, and their heads are so big. Yeah. Um, they've got these massive teeth, and their heads are quite deep compared to even compared to a, a green tree python. Their heads are, are deep to hold those to house those teeth. Um, I've been bitten by a smaller animal, and even then, it was it was good fun because um, <laughs> I think they they have evolved to eat a species of rock rat and that live. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they live in Australia, and the rock rat has evolved to shed its fur to avoid predators, uh, and so they've had to evolve yeah. these teeth to 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 get through the fur into the. Yeah, exactly. And if you've ever seen one do that open mouth posture and that thread, and I've only seen it once, and I, I saw it whenever I, I first bought the animal, um, yeah. it shows off that uh, that armory of teeth, and yeah, they're they're fairly intimidating, yeah. Yeah, well, if yeah. you've got them, you would use them, wouldn't you? You know, let's just let's just show them off. That will uh, get rid of most. Uh, yeah, but they're 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 they're, they're calm animals. Um, I've got a 2016 female. Uh, she actually came. Her her parents were were smuggled into Germany, um, and were confiscated by the German authorities. Um, uh-huh. and they were then, uh, given to a guy called Mark Mensa, who who breeds a lot of carpet pythons. Um, he's not allowed to, to move the baby, the adults on, but is allowed to sell the baby. So uh, either that or he's lied to me and I've just outed him on on, uh, on, the, on the radio and the German authorities will be after him. But, uh, I, bought a, I bought a 2016 animal off him and a, a, a 2018 male. And yeah. then I bought Is a home? separate... Sorry, we lost you then, Peter. Email off a guy from the Czech Republic who doesn't really do much on Facebook and, and doesn't really advertise and just happened to see them at... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that I didn't, he, you know, he doesn't advertise. I saw them at his table. The price was considerably lower than, than the other. 
Um, and then, uh, then I, uh, I, I contacted him after the show and was able to buy a female of him as well. And the price, as I say, was con- considerably lower than than, uh, than the previous pair that I bought. Mm-hmm. And was that over in Ham, did you say? Or Yeah, I was in Ham last March, and I, I, I didn't buy anything. Uh, not, that's a lie. I bought some animals and tree bows, But I, I didn't go with a huge amount of money or with the intention of buying a lot of animals. And yeah. as I was leaving, I saw a pair of 2016 animals at, at a table. And it was late on. It was like half four. We had to go. We had to drive back to the Euro Tunnel um, or to the airport possibly, whatever way we were going over. I saw these animals and I I don't think I'd ever seen them in person before and I saw them and just, they were even more amazing in person than they were in the pictures. Um, and these are animals that when I was 16 and started keeping snakes, you only ever dreamed of being able to own. Yeah. Um, and so I, I took his number off the girl that was at his table and in the car park after the show, I messaged him and says, you know, this show's no good for me, but can we organize something else for, for later on, for a later show? And so at that stage, uh, I, I did the deal for, for one of the animals. Um, yeah, so that was, it was Ham. They all came from Ham. Um, one pair from Germany and a single female from the Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, should we talk mm. about sort of like how, what your setups are like with, with regards to your different animals? Have you got different setups for all different for all No, his setup, setup is fit. Is he one of those that has to have it all? Would, would yeah. Hoss be happy walking around there? Does everything Hoss, match? Hoss, Hoss would have a boner. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah it's OCD <laughs> central in here. Oh. Yeah. yeah um, thank I, you. I, thank I've, you. I've been over the thank last couple you. of years experimenting. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with a bit of OCD. Oh, um, yeah. One of my friends, uh, one of my good friends who was, who was at uh, Doncaster with me, Chris. Chris is the same. Chris is he's exactly the same as me in terms of keeping. You know, we're very fussy about anything. Um, and everything has to be square and everything has to be tidy and everything has to be has to be the same. So we're, we're cut from the same cloth that way. I mean, okay. this so, you know, you're, say if you've got a stack, right, you've got four vivs. Do all of your yep. water bowls have to be the same? Water bowls have to be the same. Um, well, depending on the animals, some, but they'll have to be, even if they're not the same size, they'll be the same kind of water bowl. Um, the hides are the same. They all have to be the same side. Uh, yeah, thermostats have to be the same. It's it's a bit sad, really, but you know you know what so the, 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 he's just music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, I think I think a lot of us are like that. I mean, I, I I build my own. I was gutted. I built two tanks, and then when I went to build the next two tanks, ordered all the same material, and it was called Caribbean Walnut. They'd stopped uh, doing it. They'd, they'd stopped manufacturing Caribbean walnut, so I ended yep. up going for a, a Pacific walnut, but it's it's slightly different. You can't really tell, but I know, and it really does my head in sometimes. Yeah, that's exactly the same as me. Tanks of different colours. I actually recently have started to sell old tanks, and I'm I'm started to build my, my own tanks now. Yeah. Um, well, I've, I've always kind of built my own tanks and racks, and I spend a lot of time researching and, and trying things out and probably waste a lot of money doing things that don't work before I, I come across with an actual design that, that does work. Um, and I spend probably as much time doing that as I, I do caring for my animals. Um, yeah. Even even my exoterras, I, I kind of change, because as they are, they're, they're okay for certain species, but for the species I keep, they're, they're not great. So I change out the mesh, replace that with... A, Originally, it was a, a marine ply wrapped in black vinyl, and now it's PVC board. So I've always tinkered about and come up with new ideas and tried to to better a previous design. 
Yeah. Um, and so I'm moving towards building my, my own cages now entirely. Uh, um, racks, I have a JVK rack, which for me, they're, they're like the Rolls Royce in terms of in terms of rack systems. Yeah. Um, so I have one of those, and I have a few old wooden tanks on one side of the room, but I'm gradually gradually changing everything over to, to my, these tanks that I'm, I'm designing and building myself. Say, Hoss wants a room full of hurt techs, don't you, mate? Yeah. Yes. Yes, all of them. That would be the dream. Yeah, her tanks are, are great, great tanks. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I try to build these tanks out of out of uh, out of a material that will last longer. Melamine's great; it has its advantages, but it's it's heavy, it's porous, it absorbs water. No matter how well you yeah. see melamine, it's yeah. always going to absorb water. Uh, yeah. Urates will, will will affect it. Um, so I've started recently building out of out of a ten millimeter black PVC foam board. Okay. Um, uh, foam, yeah. Foam, foam, foamix. Yeah, Foamex, yeah, Foamex, oh, okay. there's different brand names for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's good, it's light, um, it's, it's waterproof, uh, and it seems to be holding up well so far. Um, Urates just kind of wipe off it if they're dried on, just soak them and wipe them off. Um, how would you fix that? It's, it's screwed, it's screwed with, um, so, with basically plasterboard yeah. screws. Yeah, okay. plasterboard screws, because they're black and they, 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 you, you don't really see them. Um, and it actually, uh, it takes, a, I was going to say it takes a screw, maybe that's the wrong terminology, but it holds a screw better than melamine. Um, wow. Because it's only 10, it's only 10 mil thick. And because it's a foam core, when you put the screw in, it doesn't bulge out or it doesn't blow yeah. out the way melamine might for the same yeah. thickness. So I'm my emerald, one of my female emeralds just done a massive yawn and you can see those, those teeth. It's a, a reminder <laughs> not to get bitten by her. Sorry, b- back, to, back to what we were talking about. Um, yeah, it takes a screw very well. Um, and it's really light. Um, I mean, I think I, I have built a few, a four high stack of four foot by two foot deep by 18 inch high tanks. And the tank yeah. with glass and everything in it doesn't d- doesn't even weigh 20 kilos. Um, I've never so heard of that that's... before. I work in the construction industry. Guess what we're ordering on the next project that I do? Shitloads of OFB, yeah. Shitloads of Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's, 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 quite a, it's quite a soft... It's, it's not uh, as hard as melamine, so you just need to be careful in terms of how you're treating it. And sometimes it does come with some, you know, kind of marks or abrasions on it, light abrasions when you buy it. But um, if you look after it, then it, it seems to do well. Uh, at the minute, I'm just testing cages out to see how they go before I change absolutely yeah. everything over. But I've already built one, two, three, four, seven. I've built seven of them so far, okay. and uh, I'm, I'm happy with. Could them you um, could, could you send us some photos over, Pete? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. so that we can put them up on the group because it's something I've never heard of before. I love making my own tanks. Yeah. Um, I'm a carpenter by trade, so cool. I've always gone down the melamine, MDF sort of like you know, or a coated OSB board. Yeah. Um, that type of uh, of way, but I've never heard this. So when you when you're cutting your your, your Fomex, you say is it a ten mil ten mil board? So were you cutting it's, that with yeah. a standing knife? Uh, you can do. You can cut it with a, with a table saw or a Stanley knife. I actually have the company I buy it from here in Belfast will will cut it for Just you for, for free. Um, and then the fronts of the cages I have CNC'd um, using a, a com, com, you know a computer numerically controlled machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it just makes it neater. It makes it tidier. Um, it looks better as far as I'm concerned. But uh, if you cut it yourself, you can use a Stanley knife. Um, yeah. Or you can use a anything you'd use to cut wood. Jigsaw, circular saw, table saw, and it cuts very easily. 
Yeah, I mean, the one thing I will say, when you, if you are running it through sort of like a table saw, you would probably want a a decent table saw that's got, a, they have like a mini wheel underneath that literally scores yep. the other side, otherwise it breaks out. So if you're thinking of just running it across sort of like your flip saw at home, that might struggle a little bit. But yeah, if you get a decent yeah, or, table or, saw, or you know. Or a good like. thick masking. Yeah. Yeah, or a good thick masking tape and, and, and wrap it around uh, and draw the line on the masking tape. It'll stop it blowing out as it does with, yeah. with melamine. And as I said before, mel- mel- melamine is great. It has lots of advantages. It's it's insulates well. It's easy to work with. It's it's cheap. Um, but it has also has its disadvantages. Yeah, so I'm trying to to exploit the advantages of this of this material. Um, in terms of in terms of cage building. And so far, uh, touch wood, it's, uh, it's worked well. Yeah, it's, uh, it says it also it also says here that it's um um it's good against UV as well. Yeah. Um, it's, they actually yeah. they actually they actually give you a warranty against UV fading for up to seven years. Oh, okay, which is pretty good. It's actually it's actually made it's actually I think that the, it's made for the sign right the sign making industry. <clears throat> so yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's easy for easy cotton. So yeah, yeah. there's, so there's multiple uses. But a lot of it is used in windows. So whether it's signage or whether it's just if you're doing it some construction work and you want to sort of like block out the windows, we don't go down the route of sort of like put whiting out the windows anymore. You would go for a Fomex panel because you can put graphics on it and things like that. So yep. it, it, it is built and, and used a lot in shop fronts. So it's got to be able to take the UV. So yeah, never even thought of it before, Pete, if I'm honest with you. But now you've said it, it really does matter. Is it? Is it expensive? Uh, no, it's not. Um, I pay for a sheet of ten mil that is eight foot by four foot, or that's old mm-hmm. money. But the the millimeter, rough millimeter equivalent, mm-hmm. is fifty four pounds, and that's it. Cut the size, so I, I can basically build a tank. I can basically build a four foot by two foot by eighteen inch tank for the bows for somewhere in the region of a hundred and ten, hundred to hundred and ten pounds. Mm, um, so it's, it's, so it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little bit more, but with, it's easy, easier, decent, easier to work with. Yeah, the decent quality melamine with a decent uh, sort of like um, pattern on as such, not just your bog standard white. But if you wanted something a bit decent, a bit of natural yeah. looking, um, you'd probably be paying about the same, wouldn't you? Exactly. And the beauty of it is that if I if I'm stacking tank if I'm stacking tanks on top of one another. I can do it myself. I can lift, you know, I've got four stacked one on top of the other and I'm able to lift by myself and I'm not particularly yeah. strong with the top tank up on, on the very top because it's so light. You yeah. try doing that with a four foot melamine tank and you'll, you'll kill yourself. It's, it's, not, yeah, no, it's not. No, happen. exactly. So, and then I have everything on, on casters as well so it can yeah. wheel in and wheel out. Um, and, you know, you can wheel it out on the casters with, with ease and, and move it about the room as you need to. Um and the, the design I've come up with seems to to hold well in terms of the structure and and uh, uh, and everything like that. So yeah. hopefully it works. It, it works going forward. Um, yeah. The one thing as well, that people. I mean, I'm 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 guilty of it myself. When you're building a tank and you do want it to look really special, and you are using melamine. Yeah, you you only see a tiny bit of it, especially if you're stacking it on top of each yeah. other. So just be careful and to go. Actually, that that panel on the bottom that's costing me seventy quid a sheet, I could actually swap that for something that costs twenty quid a sheet yeah. because I'll never see it. it's going to have substrate on it. It's going to be either on the floor or on top of another tank. You know, your upstands and your back is what you're going to see. Exactly. So if you do, if you work it 
properly, you can can make a tank quite cheaply. You can do it cheaply, and I know that some of you guys use OSB, and OSB is great as well because it's uh, it's slightly cheaper. There's not a huge difference, but it, it looks good too because it's got that kind of raw wood look. Yeah. Um, it, it looks well. MDF is also can be used for rags and things, but MDF I tend to steer clear of in terms of tanks because uh, you know any kind of kind of moisture at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, it's and you're, you're you're snookered. You're snookered. Yeah, you yeah. can get yeah. a moisture resistant exactly. MDF, but it does cost just cost cost a lot. Yeah, and again, it's how how moisture resistant is it? You know, it's 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 probably not going to be as moisture resistant as a melamine face chipboard, or, no. or and absolutely not as moisture resistant as a it's, as it's this, this Bomex, which is the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't even see. I haven't even seen these tanks that I have. You can see them, or you could glue them along the edge. You can see them with a, a silicone, a clear silicone. But I don't feel the need because if a water ball knocks over, you know, it gets most of it will get soaked up by the substrate, yeah. and the rest will maybe run down the side of the tank onto the floor, and I'm up and up. So yeah. it's not a, not a big drama. Um, yeah. Other than that, I keep things quite simplistically. Yeah. Um, I keep corrugated cardboard as as a substrate. You know, plastic hides. Uh, porcelain water bowls, some plastic water bowls. Uh, it's easier for me that way to manage things here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then with regards to your heating, do you have any heating, lighting, special lighting requirements in your tanks? Uh, generally, I just use use an LED LED light, um, and that's to show the animals off. I should I should have prefaced what what, I, what I've said tonight by saying that you know what I do works for me, and I appreciate that there are umpteen ways to skin a cat. And, you know, some people may disagree with what I say and some people may agree and that's great. That's what makes the world go round. But, um, you know, what I do works for me and I'm not saying that another way of doing things is wrong or is right. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, I do what works for me and so I probably should have prefaced what I say with that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I use some LED lighting, some low-profile LED lighting. Um, and then as far as heat goes, it's either um, heat mats for the racks yeah. um, or the, the emeralds and Amazons, I use a heat panel. Um, and then for the other animals, I use a ceramic heater. Um, all attached to thermostats, of course, that goes without saying. That's a must yeah. when you're using any heat element. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, works works well for me. And the, I have and a the, heater um, in the room. I have a I have an oil filled radiator in the room. Go ahead. Oh, he's he, he's just... so far behind. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's a massive delay. Um, no, no, I was, I was just, just going to say the. Again, I told you, 30, 30 years. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I was just saying, the um, the Fomex holds up against the heat well, does it? Yeah, let me just turn 2-pack off. 2-pack seems to have found his way into my phone here for a second. Can you hear that at all, or are you just hearing me? Are you just hearing me? No, we can just hear you, mate. Cool, let me just, uh, let me just <laughs> so, for some reason... So, damn it. So I've, I've damn it. 2-pack... There we go. I'll stop two packs. Sorry, carry on. Would you, um, Danny? Yeah, before, sorry, before, sorry, dude. Who came it? Danny, would you much rather listen to two pack or Peter? Oh, two pack all day long. Oh. <laughs> now, if you'd have said Biggie Smalls or Peter, then that would have been an easy one. But I'm not. I'm not the biggest lover of two pack. No, I just, yeah. My taste in music, music is as eclectic as my taste in snakes, but two packs just. Peter, he's just I'm disgusted. Dumbest. They're they're even having Same. this conversation. Yeah. I know. Me, me, me too. Uh, but you know, what can you do? We always um, wait yes. for the guest to go off, and then we start. Oh, yes, then like... <laughs> Come on! I've never heard anyone talk so long about a bit of Fomex. <laughs> do you know what? That's really... See, uh, for me, I, I find that really interesting. <laughs> no, I, I do. I do too. I'm going to bring you. I'm going to bring you a sample in September, and you will. 
cream cream yourself oh. over the full max. Can, can you <laughs> make us? Um, can I put a request in? Can you yep. make us a six inch viv? Yeah. Like glass when... and every glass and everything. Well, I'll, I'll let you. you can you, you use acrylic? You, you make you make Hoss a six inch viv. Can you yep. make me a six foot viv? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's no problem. You'll both be charged appropriately. Accordingly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it works. Yeah, yeah, I think you asked there, uh, how does it work with the heat? Um, mm-hmm. So far, so good. Again, um, nothing is, is, is really hot. I keep tend to keep things on the on the slightly cooler end of the, of the spectrum, but um, I think you'd probably have to go considerably hot. Maybe if you were keeping like a you know, a monitor in it or something, or some sort of desert species of lizard, and it got really hot, then it might yeah. it might be a problem. But I think that the, probably the melting point is considerably higher than than you're ever going to have yeah. having a, in a standard tank. Um, it'd be interesting to test out. I might just do that. I might just build that six-inch Vev and just crank in a 200-watt uh, ceramic and turn it up full blast and see what happens. But, it's up at rate, yeah. Yeah, but no, so far so good. Cool. Yeah, that's the most important thing, really, isn't it? Just, just, Moisture yeah, that's it. If I, Sorry, yeah, Peter, just exactly. touching on what you said as well. And, and we go on about this time and time again. And you said, look, people might put it, knock me down for that. But you can't put anybody down for how they keep it. And if it works for them, then that is absolutely fine. Your animals are in yeah. amazing condition. You know, Thanks. it works for you. Just, just because it works for you, it might not work for somebody else in their house with what they're keeping, but then they exactly. need to find some income. But then it's not for us to go, well, what you're doing is wrong. And there's, there's a lot of that that goes on in the hobby. There um, is, and there's there's too oh, yeah. there's too much of that. Yeah, there's too much of that. And, uh, you know, there's more than one way to skin a cat, as I said. And it, provided you're within those parameters and your animals aren't neglected and they're not they're not kept in dirty conditions, then, you know, you, you uh, it's uh, Eric Burke has a great saying, it's you do you, boo. You know, you do what works for you. Yeah. And, and I'll do works for me, but don't don't tell me how to keep the animals that I have in my care when when you know I feel the conditions certainly are are are, are appropriate. I got I got yeah. um, I got two things to say. I mean, you, you you pretty much hit the nail on the head um, when you said uh, about the heat. You know, uh, if if it was you know maybe a um, a monitor or something, you were keeping it a lot hotter than maybe it might not work. <clears throat> yeah. You know, so so somebody else would use something else. You know, it's just as you exactly. say, what what works for the species as well as your home Definitely. and and your and your uh, and your um, personal. Um, what, what do you, what, I, I don't know. Say. Circumstances. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. not only your that, but your, your, in your own house. But that that yeah. and your skill set. So yeah. someone else might might not might not have the skills to to build a, a tank like that. Definitely. So yeah, you, you know they'll go and buy one. You know, yeah, so, so me me and Danny use OSB three board, and yeah. I think they look absolutely amazing. They've got this kind of like yeah, rough. Yeah, I do. They look great. Um, it's it's almost like vintage. It's like cargo box kind of look, and I I love it. Yeah. yeah so many people like slag them off and go, oh, they look horrible. They look really cheap, and. You know that's that's a visual personal preference. At the end of the day, exactly, it's a box, it's sealed. Yeah. The and animal does well in it. End up. Yeah, and that's personal yeah. preference. That is for yeah. me. Yeah. I don't yeah. because I'm a carpenter by trade. He says it again. USB for shuttering off stuff. I'm a carpenter <laughs> by trade. I'm a carpenter by trade. <laughs> I'm a cheaper. I'm He's a, got all quiet. I'm a, I'm, a pen, I'm a pen pusher now, so <laughs> you're a dick <deep> pusher. <laughs> oh god! I'm, I'm gonna shut up. 
Um, who, who is it? Who is it? Uh, it's Garrett Hardle, isn't it? Reach Out Reptiles. He he does a lot of stuff with like uh, with kind of OSB and steel and and rough wood, and it it looks it looks amazing. Uh, to me, it looks amazing, and to him, it obviously looks amazing, and to lots of people, it looks great. But again, that that wouldn't be everybody's taste. But you know, accept that that's not everybody's taste, and 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 that's fine. Um, mm-hmm. I don't expect I don't expect everybody to like the animals I keep or to like the cages I build, but. I couldn't really give a fuck, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Provi- provided my animals are cared for in an appropriate manner, then the, tru- the truth is, matter. the truth is, yes, we all we all post stuff online. We all like people to, we all enjoy people to know mm-hmm. what we're keeping, and we mm-hmm. all enjoy showing off to a degree. But at the end of it, at the end of the day, the crux of it all is we keep these animals for ourselves and fuck everyone else. Yeah, that's it. And it is nice <laughs> to get. It is nice. Yeah, that's true. It is nice to get those legs. And it's nice to have people say, you know, your animals are in good condition, your animals are nice. But, you know, that's that's not why I do this. Um, I do have to be able to walk into this room and see the animals that I keep. And, and I, I feel very lucky to keep the animals that I, that I have here. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Through, you know, through some through good fortune. Um, some have been have been either gifted to me or sold to me very cheaply by by friends who have been downsizing collections. Um, one fella in particular who I would consider kind of a, as I suppose, is a mentor. Tour to me, he's a friend as well, but he's a mentor over the last few years. He's he's based here in Northern Ireland as well. Breeds a lot yeah. of really nice boas, and he's been very good to me over the years in terms of animals he's sold to me and animals he's given to me. Um, and so you know, I'm in a position like that because of him. Him, so uh, pe- or people like him to a certain extent. But you know, it's not all been it's not all been my own doing. There's been a lot of graciousness of other people and luck involved in it as well. But I, I I count myself fortunate to be able to walk in and see the animals I have and that's all that matters to me. Yeah. And you know, you go at the end about, of the day. You go on about the animals that you've got. I'm gutted you're not in England because Eric's coming over and it'd be nice to show him a collection like that, um, when he when he does come over. Um Yeah, well we're all, we're only a boat we're only a boat away, but no, maybe 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 someday. I'm hoping to get over to Carpet Carpet Fest still. I'll see if I can get my permission slip signed by, by my wife. But uh <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, hopefully I'll be able to come over in August and, and get oh, really? them because I enjoy really? I enjoy their show as well. And yeah. as I said, you guys are basically just like a poor man's Morelia Python radio. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, I was fucking waiting is, for that. I was going to say, can we which not is mention nice? Eric Burke's name on the podcast because it just gives him a fucking big head? And now that's it. Now we're not going to hear the end of that. We're fucked. <laughs> that's 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 all right. You'll Cause... just have to live with that, man. Can I can I just say what happens at Carpet Fest? We'll stay at Carpet Fest, but after Carpet Fest, Morelia Python Radio may be no more. <laughs> yeah, can't can't um, function can we, without without think, the man himself. I yeah, think somebody bring somebody bring honest. the coffee beans. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should be honest and say, look, what what happens at Carpet Fest is actually going to go all over Facebook because <laughs> the la- the last Carpet Fest that happened, some some things went down that I guess I shouldn't say on the podcast, but those guys didn't have the balls to disclose. So anything that happens at this po- at this Carpet Fest is going straight. On the podcast, oh, yeah. Right. If if what happened over at uh, their podcast happened over here, I'm robbing it and going to the toilet. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's going straight on the podcast and on Facebook. I'm going to even take pictures and all sorts. Of oh, we, we 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 would post the video on our page, wouldn't we? <laughs> yes. You know what, yes, guys, we probably would. I'll I'll, uh, I'll pick up with you afterwards about that because I uh, haven't got the full details of that story. So yeah, yeah, no, like, like, share, like you can share that offline. 
if it was our show, I'd be disclosing all of it, every detail, every Absolutely. tiny little detail. But because it wasn't our show, and obviously it's not our friend, we, you know, we, we keep. And because you're scared of it, because you're scared of Eric Berg. Yeah. He's bigger than me. Will not. Yeah. <laughs> it would not. It would. It would not. It would not be hard, Daniel. It would not be hard. Hey, well, come, now come on, come on. No, I'm joking. You're you're a lot. You're a lot taller than I thought you were. Everyone, everyone said that that you're all yeah. good liars. Yeah, you're only can, uh, drink as well. You can drink, so. Yeah. <laughs> you're only a couple of inches shorter than us. Took the million. Yeah, only, only, a, only a couple, couple of three or four. <laughs> yeah, and then we're, we're all about we're all about twelve inches shorter than Hoss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, when, he, that's when he's lying. That's when he's lying down. <laughs> oh god. That's, oh. That is so naughty. You're so naughty. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> you talked about your collection, what you're keeping now. Um, Project-wise, um, breeding in the future, have you got any plans? Here uh, he comes to save the day! <laughs> <laughs> Bringing the conversation back on course. Yeah, um, yeah in terms of projects, uh, a lot of the stuff that I have is younger or younger animals. Um, Stuff that, I've, as I said before, I've always wanted to keep, and I'm kind of now going that direction. Hopefully, the emeralds will will, will pair this year. Um, I don't take that that for granted. I know they're fairly difficult to breed, but the male and the females has been the right size for right age for a few years now. The male is just will be the right age this year. Um, other than that, in the future, I have the barnex scrubs here, Amazons at some stage, um, some more uh, locality boas, some more boa species, the Angolans. Um, yeah, so. Fingers crossed. There's lots of stuff here that I would love to breed. Um, my collection is probably, I've probably got as much uh, as I would like to have in terms of the number of animals. Um, yeah. I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate here in that I, I, I have a very gracious wife who has, has let me um, uh, renovate my garage. So my garage is completely renovated. It's 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 actually probably nicer in here than it is in the house. But don't tell her that. Um, so I, I do I do I do have a considerable amount of space. Are certainly more space than a lot of people that a lot of people have. I'm lucky enough to be in that position. So, uh, I have space to give larger enclosures, but the space the space is isn't uh, it's not infinite. So I have to bear in mind, you know, any animals that are coming will take up space that other animals might need. Um, certainly, there'll be more emeralds uh, to add, um, some Suriname red tails. But outside of that, you know, it's only really kind of the choice animals that I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in in terms of is additional there, animals. Um... Is there any, you said you made a book when you was a kid, is there any snakes in there that you would like now that you haven't got? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, the only snakes that are in there that I would like now that I haven't got are venomous animals. Um, yeah. I I floated the idea to my wife a couple of years ago now about maybe starting a small <laughs> venomous collection. Um, and she, uh, told, and she, that, she told you to get divorced. Yeah, that, 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 was, that was as far as it went. Um, that's a sensible choice. I, I have I have a I have a three year old daughter. Um, you know, it goes without saying that she she takes priority over every, over everything else. Um, yeah. And so there's obviously a risk attached with venomous animals. But for me, the ultimate snakes, the the ultimate, the ultimate snake for me is probably a waggler's pit viper. Um, 
so, so those little smaller boil mm-hmm. vipers, wagglers, vogels, yeah. vogels, eyelash vipers, um, those little small, I mean, if I, if, if, if my wife would let me, I would certainly have my DWA license and I would have a, a wall full of, of those little arboreal pit vipers. Yeah, they're beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. And so those are really the only snake, the only snakes that are in that book. Um, I think they're probably, the, yeah, they're probably the only snakes that are in that book that, that I don't have um, or haven't had. There's other snakes that I've had and I've kept and thought, great, I've done that, but they're not for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the, the only thing is those little those little arboreal stuff and the venomous stuff. I have a friend who's a fantastic venomous collection and it's nice to observe his from afar. He's got, you know, uh, he's got a king cobra. He has green mambas and a few species of green mambas and bits and pieces. And so it's nice to watch those from afar. Yeah. Um, but that's just probably a, as close as I'll, I'll get to those. Just, doom a, snakes. just, a, just a couple of green mambas. <laughs> Man, his collection, his collection is insane. He has, he has. I'll not name him because I know he has his DWA license, but I don't think he would want me to name him on the podcast. But he, all his animals are, are legal above board. But he has, he has a, a serious collection. Um, he has a Ferdinand in there. Ooh. Um, King Cobra, uh, a number of other species, rhino vipers, goodwood vipers, uh, bits and pieces like that. So he he has. He has the best collection of venomous snakes in the country, and in terms of uh, of Northern Ireland, absolutely. Um, but yeah, he, he had a lot of those little arboreal vipers before, and uh, so I went and visited him, and that really even enthused me even more for those. Your your eyelash wagglers, vogels, white lips, um, those kind of animals. Um, he has a fantastic collection. It's something to be very jealous of. Um, but yeah, just a couple of green mambas, just a western and eastern green mamba, <laughs> nothing much really, just you know. A <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it does. When you get that that license, it just does open up a whole other world, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Some of them are just absolutely stunning, absolutely stunning-looking animals. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, I'm about to say it, dude. Oh, wait, there it is. Here we go. What are you conscious of, Hoss? I'm conscious of the... Uh... massive erection? Uh, well... <laughs> <laughs> massive? <laughs> look, look, look. He's got, he's got small hands. <laughs> look, look. <laughs> Considering the normal size of it, it's massive today. All right. Yeah, um, good. I'm glad to hear it. So I'm conscious of time. Um, Yay. So, <laughs> uh, so just to wrap up. Um, yeah. Fa- thanks for coming on. We'll have to get you back on and uh, yeah, have my more pleasure. shenanigans and whatnot. And thank you for stepping in tonight as well. Um, really appreciate that. No worries, um, man. Yeah, that's all good. Um, so we'll see. Second best. <laughs> yeah, listen, it's the story of my life, Dan. I don't worry about it. <laughs> Please, though, what you've got to do now, mate, you've got to come to Carpet Fest so we can talk to you yep. again about all the drunken shenanigans that we got up to at Carpet Fest. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. Have, and have more. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. So, are um, you guys going to be? Are you guys going to be at Doncaster in September? I will. Yeah. Be, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'll be at, I'll be at the show. I'll be at the show, but I don't know if I'll be at the, at the drinks. Oh, wanker! Oh. Yeah, get... can you hear that? Can you hear it? What's that? Yeah, I know. Yeah. A, le- a little bit of me just died inside, devastated. Yeah, I know. Come, come I know. The night I know. I'm amazing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is it? What is it? Eating rock coffee. Yeah. Rock coffee. What is it? Anchorman. Eating rock coffee. <laughs> in, in, the, in the words in the words of Anchorman, I'm quite a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh right then, right. So 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 praise is no praise. Um, I, <laughs> I will send you a voice note with the uh, tomfoolery of Meridia Python Radio's Carpet Fest. Excellent. Um, I'll let you know. It's uh, it's, you know what? They're they're pussies for not sharing it. 
yeah. yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, anyone that turns up to Carpet Fest, they will hear all about it in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So come to Carpet Fest. Yes. yes. <laughs> right, and thanks for coming on, dude. Um, you're going to have to kick yourself off now. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's been an absolute problem, pleasure. We really enjoy spending time with you, mate, in Doncaster. Yeah, it's been a blast. It's, um, it's been emotional. Pleasure was, pleasure was all mine. Yeah, yeah, we'll catch up again soon, guys. Thank you very much. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say as, an, as a passing note, I mentioned it to you when I was there. Guys, see the stuff you're doing in terms of, uh, you know, being advocates of, of raising awareness of mental health. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Keep it up and much obliged to you for doing that, guys. Thank, Thank you. Love you. you. Thanks, and, and, dude. Yeah. Love you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. You know, oh, I like God. him a little bit more than I did on Sunday <sighs> morning. Oh, what a legend. I literally hit it off with him straight. The second I got to know him, I was like, you are absolute diamond. No, um, I still I still think he's a knob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved it. It's great having a beer with him. And, uh, yeah, he, he, I mean, he, he paid us a lovely compliment. And he said, you know, it was just like catching up with old friends, being with you. So, you know, that's a, that's a compliment in itself, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, it's always, always nice. Everyone sort of hit it off real quick, didn't they? Okay, yeah. so we've got about 20 minutes left. Um, so we can either carry on rambling or we can do Danny. What about you've missed my feature? Stuff your features, <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Mike, no, Mike, do yours, do yours, because I um have forgotten mine. Hoss, <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you Hoss, can you remind me? Because we we. We we absolutely snarled at this earlier, didn't we? And I now can't uh, remember it. Trade and public prices. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say yeah. no more. Go, 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 go. It's right, that time of the week. It's. Agony Daddy. It's not me. It's Phelps. Hoss, you just you don't understand in this podcast, are you, mate? Oh. You just you just not. What what is this? <laughs> Let's let's make a plan and do it backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I have got a bit of news, and it won't take too long, so I'm going to just go in ahead and say. (laughs) So, did you guys see? Hoss. Hoss. Hoss, come on! I know it's past seven o'clock, and you're usually hammered by now. So, there was a post, an article that I come across on Facebook, and, oh no, don't hot, this is, this is, it is absolutely bizarre. So, it, it was, it was, it was called Barely Alive, and basically, in Russia, um, it was, uh, a, a, a guy was found in a bear's den, um, alive, so the story goes that, um, some hunters, not advocating that, were out in the mountains of the Tuva region, which is sort of like on the border of Russia next to Mongolia. Um, and the dogs kept on sort of like barking and wouldn't come away from this sort of like bear's den. And the, the hunters were trying to drag them away. And then when they looked in, like, what's the, what's the matter with the dog? They saw sort of like what appeared to be a mummified human. So um, they were sort of like mortified, going, shit, like the bears obviously grabbed uh, a guy, killed it and dragged it into the den. But then the guy spoke to them and mumbled, and they realised he was still alive. 
So what had happened was the dog, uh, the, the bear had mauled him, dragged him into her, uh, um, uh, yeah, a den, and because of the time of year it was winter, were saving him to eat him later on. How long do you reckon he was in there for, guys? Four months. <laughs> He'd done well if he was in there for four months, mate. But he was in there for a month. So he hadn't eaten for a month. He survived by drinking his own urine. Yeah? Mmm, tasty. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a video of him, and he literally just says his name. But he looks, he lo- looks just like a mummy. It's absolutely bizarre. So... I, I don't know. Go on. Like, what, 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 why? Why does he look like a mummy? What? I saw the pictures and that of it. What? What? What has happened to his skin? So, so that is um, when you become. Come on, what do they call it now? It's basically emaciated. Emaciated, right. where basically all the fluid in your body has just been drawn out through your skin. You've obviously got no fat reserves, so your body ends up eating itself doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So it burns like, up the fat first like, and then it'll start eating your muscle and then it starts eating mm-hmm. your organs basically. Um, and it was winter. I, I'm, was... I'm surprised he didn't get like necrosis, like you know, like frostbite or whatever. Yeah, but he was in a bear's den, so you've got a big old bear keeping you nice and warm. <laughs> so, but again, because of the because of the, um, the, 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 the environment and the temperatures, that probably kept him alive. I'm really sceptical about this. Yeah, and you know what? Possibly. Um, I, a... I don't... Right, if I... let's okay, okay, so put yourself in this dude's shoes. So you're in this little den, right? And let's, let's face it, it's big enough for a bear to get in and out. So it's, you know, the opening to this cave, bed, yeah. uh, den, whatever you call it, is, must be sizable, right? For, for, for a normal guy like me or you to, to get out of it pretty pretty sharpish right yeah so that bear must have at least either moved oh they broke they broke his, out. Oh, the bear yeah. broke his spine mate yeah yeah he, he was he oh was, so he oh was, i didn't he, hear that yeah bit. no no sorry oh. mate yeah the, oh, the so bear had mauled him so he was so he was paralyzed yeah yeah Oh, I see. So, okay, so that makes a little bit more sense because yeah, I mean, I know damn well. I know damn well when that bear was snoring, I'd have been out of there. And they, <laughs> they say, they say, don't try and run from a bear because you won't outrun it. Fucking watch me, watch me. <laughs> you watch me. I'm like the Flash. I'd have been no. gone. I'd have been. I'd have been. I'd have been skipping countries within five minutes. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was that joke, wasn't there? That uh, that uh, Billy Connolly said, and uh, he said they were in Africa. He says, and uh, th- th- there's a lion in front of him, and he said, and I turn around to the right, and 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 the guy's putting some Nike trainers on, and he says, <laughs> I, I laughed, and he says, you'll never outrun a lion in in those trainers. He said, I don't have to run the, outrun the lion, I only have to run out, outrun you. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! That, that's why you that's keep right. me around, isn't it? Yeah, yes, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and you know, I know I can outrun. And an animal, you know, would spend it would it would you know have a good sort of like few hours before it got you down. It wouldn't it? We, we'd be well away. We'd be be in the pub telling everyone the story, wouldn't we, Dana? Yeah, I tell you what though, that's um, it's a it's a fascinating story. I will tell you why. Because it just shows goes to show how long the human body can live without yeah. food and water. Because he had nothing. 
Well, usually they say it's the threes, isn't it? So three minutes without air, it's usually three days without water uh, and three weeks without food. Uh-huh. So, so, so three weeks. So he went four weeks without food, four which weeks, is you yeah. know pretty pretty good going. Yeah. He managed he managed to go way past the three days without water, but we're saying he's that drinking he, his own he was drinking his own urates, yeah. which is which is one hell of a marvel considering he couldn't move. Yeah. Yeah. He had a cup. Right. He blatantly had a cup. He had he had a cup, but he couldn't move. He couldn't pick up the cup or move it to his mouth. So I mean, what it was? It was he. The bear obviously strategically placed him so he could sort of just aim his. No, but he's, he might have been able to move his hand or something. He might have been cupping and and drinking it that way. I don't. I don't. I don't know the full. Right, may, maybe right. He was slummed up a rock, which was like a slight angle. So when he weed, he licked it off the floor. <laughs> I'm, maybe, I, I, am, I am. I am. I am. I am. Yeah, I am really skeptical about this one. <laughs> I like. It's it's fascinating. If it's if it's the video seems true, though, realistic though, because the video yeah. and he says his name Alex or something, Alexandra or something like that, and you're like, oh did my you, god, that looks horrendous. Did you uh, did you take notice of who shared it and and the only page that shared it? Well, uh, Unilad. Oh, don't even go there. I don't uh, want to mention no, that. Original, don't, let's, no, let's originally. Not, no, let's not <laughs> let's not talk about the name of that paper. It'll upset too many people. Okay. Gonna <laughs> 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 be deadly serious. <laughs> um so th- there was that thing that I thought, oh, that's a little bit crazy. Let's talk about that. Um the other thing that is a little bit serious and a little bit worrying, I shared a post on our Reptile and Chill page. Um last night and something quite strange not too um, not too far from 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 me happened um there was a, a dog sitter looking after five dogs um from three different owners and when she was out in the woods apparently all the dogs bolted and then there was no sign of them whatsoever Good. not, not you world's know. best dog sitter well yeah i mean she's saying that maybe they've been stolen um, so it, it happened in Hopworth area, Tamworth. So it was in some woods in Hopworth um, on Sunday, the 23rd of June. I said I'd give it a, a sort of like a mention on the podcast if anybody knows anything about it. Um, there's been no sightings, and owners are all painfully aware how strange the situation is uh, and how it was told to them. They're all working together. Uh, and the disappearance of the dogs has been reported to West Midlands Police, who are carrying out their initial uh, inquiries. Um, There's five dogs, Jack, a young male French Bulldog, which is Brindle, Maggie, an adult female Jack Russell Cross Pug, that's Tan, Pablo, an adult male Pug, black and white flash on chest, Um, Ralph, an adult male Pug, that's Fawn, and Charlie, an adult male Pug, black, so... Three pugs, a Jack Russell pug cross, and a, and a French bulldog. So five very expensive breeds. <clears throat> what's what's well, your what's your theory on this? Helps. Um, I think it's very unusual that five dogs would be stolen, uh, at, at, like at a random sort of in the woods. But I mean, I honestly, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to comment. You know, if that's happened to a dog sitter and, and the wrong people were in that area and have just taken them, 
Mm. Um, yeah, you'd feel sorry for her, but you know it does sort of like say that there is a bit of you know suspicions around. But if anybody does know anything about it, um, then uh, it says contact West Midlands Police on one zero one. Contact Crime Stoppers anonymously on oh eight hundred triple five one one one. Or contact doglost.co.uk, all in confidence, uh, and you can get them on 844 800 3220. I don't think I'll be finding them because I don't think they'll get that far if they did run off. No, but it depends if somebody <laughs> stole them. I don't think all five dogs have all run off and none of them. No, I don't reckon pain. so, no. Um, if that was the original story, I reckon that one's definitely mm. all hockey. Doesn't sound right, does it? They're all microchip no. the dogs are, so if anybody That's does it. see or hear of them then well, okay. uh, or knows anything, well. Definitely. Well, okay, I've got to move you on. We've got 10 minutes left. Um, what? So, I know, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Um, it's that time of the week. It's Agony Danny. Oh! That was, uh, that was uh, half-hearted, but oh, I'll take it. Look, you had a brilliant one earlier and you didn't want to fucking do it, so... Oh, because you did it at the wrong time. You suck. Um, <laughs> so, should we? Should we? I, I think we should talk about the um, the overall prices at Doncaster and uh, and what we saw. Oh, flabbergasted by Bow Constrictor, uh, twenty five quid. Whoever that was, stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And stop then reading, there was other things there that was there was other things there that were twice the price of what you'd expect to see in retail. The first the first one that the first one that made me nearly fall on the floor was the blue tongue skinks at five hundred and fifty pound a pair. Like, what? Who the hell are you? Like, literally, no, nothing special about them. Just a pair of blue tongue skinks. Five hundred and fifty pound for a pair. Are they there at the end of the show? I can guarantee it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll lay my wages on it. If if, if (laughs) someone's prepared to pay that money, then you can't knock the person for putting them up. Oh no! I I mean, yeah. As everyone says, you know, it's worth what someone's willing to pay. But when you've got a pair of blue tongue skinks three tables away that are only two hundred and fifty, then it kind of, you know, it's like, come on. Do you know what I mean? And then, as Hoss says, you've got a boa constrictor, a lovely little boa constrictor, twenty-five quid. What's no. there's there's just there's no there's no continuity there. That's that's just that's just weird. It's like the market has gone. You know, let's just sell whatever we you can know, for whatever we can. It's just ridiculous. I want to say something now, and people are going to moan about this, but I think when you go to these kind of events where there are loads and loads and loads of different animals, that the minimum amount, the minimum price, should be something like forty, fifty pound. Just to stop mm-hmm. that, you know that there is yeah. there is no animal, no reptile that I can think of that I wouldn't be happy to spend fifty quid on. No, exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. Uh, hence yeah. why, hence why the the snake that I bought um, had hey, on the on the box it said fifty pound or nearest offer. I went, yep, fifty pound. It's worth fifty pound. I'm not even going to try and buy it, with, buy it with you. It's worth that. Hundred yeah, percent. You, you was you was lucky to get that, Dan. Yeah. Well. I'd already said it. I'd already he said was it like, was sold. So was on, you know, the guy was, was on my side. He was on the phone going, "Can you just please come over here now? I just need a little bit of money to put a deposit down." I went, 
yeah, we'll go to the cash box. No, I need it now. If I put this down, there's a guy who's going to buy it straight away. <laughs> and, uh, my nose. <laughs> and, and you put the deposit down, and uh, I just seen him go, ah, oh, like get really annoyed. It was I'm like, oh, I missed that. I missed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, what else? What else was there that? Um, what else? Oh yeah. Matlock. Matlock's. Uh, Matlock's. Uh, yeah, they were. Um, they were nice, unusual to see. They were quite. quite they were. Quite the thing nice. is, though, so they they were expensive, right? Yeah, but, but they were reasonable. Yeah, to they, it wasn't extortionate, but they were a yeah. little bit more than you'd probably pay at ham. And a few people did pass comment on the price of them, but the thing is, though, this is they were the only ones there. Yeah, exactly. So who yeah. who who else is breeding maclots in the UK? Really? Yeah. You know, that's it. That's it. So, I mean, I'm I'm more concerned about the the common species that you know are on every other table at Doncaster. Yeah. yeah. Um, the 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 Cresties and the Crestie world is getting out of hand, in my opinion. Cresties yeah. breed like rabbits. They really do. And don't get me wrong. If you're breeding some really cool lines and some really cool patterns and stuff like that, then fair play to you. That's you know great. But it is it is getting out of hand. There are too many crusties. This the market is way oversaturated. Yeah. And and the fact that you're selling crusties that you you, you, you it for anyone anyone who's bred crusties knows right and will admit that that you put no effort into them. You don't have to do anything and they'll breed. They they will just they'll just do it themselves. You you don't have to do anything really at all apart from get all the get their setup right. Bang, done. They'll just breed. Um, and to be selling Cresties for like £150 each is just, to me, absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. That is crazy money for, for a Crestie, considering there are, there, there were, well, realistically, there were thousands at the show. Yeah. That on, on, on one table, you could literally see probably. You know, forty to sixty crusties. I, I actually would go as far as saying that there was thousands. There were so many crusties at that show; it's ridiculous. And it's the just fact they come, they become trendy, don't they? They're trendy to have. Uh, yeah, and like I said, they're just, they just, they're so easy to breed, and people are yeah. breeding them all the time. Like, you know, I saw a post on Facebook the other day. Oh, just got my first crestie. Any tips? You know, I'm lo- looking for a female now. Any tips on breeding? No, stop it. <laughs> Yeah. There's no, there's no need. You don't have to breed an animal just for the sake of breeding it. Yeah. yeah. You know, but just because everybody else is, don't, don't yeah. do that. There's no, there's no sense in it. <clears throat> okay, if you're gonna, you know, if you want to do it to teach your kids, or you know, you want to do it to learn, learn some valuable lessons and and some, 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 you know, some good stuff, then, then you know, all for it. But have a backup plan. Yeah. You know, the, and so many, too many people don't have backup plans. If, if you have the room, the resources, the time, the energy, and the patience all in one to, to look after all those babies that those crusties are going to have yeah. or that those animals are going to have, you know, be it crusties or something else, you know, royals, what, corns, whatever you're breeding. If you've got a backup plan and you can keep all of those babies yeah. or dispatch of those babies or yeah. sell those babies to a very, you know, to, to reputable people, then yeah. fair enough. But until then, I wouldn't bother. 
yeah, personally. Just, 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 just don't bother. There's no, there's no sense in it. Buy, but get animals. Keep animals for the for the love of keeping animals. He, you know, keep those animals to watch them, to observe them, to enjoy them, handle them, handle them as much as you want. As long as you're not stressing them out, enjoy them, enjoy them for what they are. Don't, just, just, you don't have to breed everything you you pick up. It's it's crazy. It's getting out. Yeah. It, it's, for me, in my opinion, I'm sitting here watching it get out of hand. I really am, honestly. The Doncaster, yeah. there, it was just so many of there. There was so, and I'm not, I'm not bashing Cresties, I'm not bashing Royals, I'm not bashing oh, Tits, or anything like that. Mate, don't you? Yeah, exactly. You They're all them. fantastic animals. Yeah. This is me being completely honest. They are all fantastic animals, but there's just I'm seeing too many of the same species at these shows, which me, which makes me not want to go to these shows because I'm thinking. Mm. I'm just not going to pick up anything decent, you know, or anything oh, anything decent. See, that's not what I mean. It's just coming out. I'm not going to pick up anything. <laughs> I'm not going to pick up anything different, unusual. Yeah, something that I fancy keeping that I haven't kept before. You yeah. know, I want to go to a show and go, oh my god, look guys, look at these. These are different. You know, well, and well, here's one for you, Danny. That should be a little lesson to everyone. So, it was on the Sras stand, wasn't it? The off. Sorry, I forget the name of the guy who was selling the matlocks. Edward. 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 <clears throat> no, uh, it was, um... no, it wasn't Edwards. I think it was the same table as Edward. Oh, it's the, the. I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> so he's getting a little bit of a premium there for bringing something a little bit different to the show. Yeah. And he's going to get that money because no one else is selling them there so isn't that a lesson yeah. to everybody else bring something a little bit different or start working with something exactly. a little bit different bring them exactly. to the shows you'll actually probably get a little bit more for your exactly. animal than just yep. popping out a load of oh, what everything else is that's there then you're exactly. having to go shit down there they're selling it for 40 i'm gonna to have to reduce mine to 35 by the end of the show you're giving away animals for a tenner cost you more to get them there yeah yep, exactly i'll <laughs> It's about protecting the hobby and making the hobby more diverse as well. Yeah. Yeah, and keeping people interested. There's a couple of people, right, that go to Donny every single show, right, or, or mostly every show, that really do it for me. You know, you got the guy, you got the guy who's always in the same place, he's always got the same stand, and he's always selling garters. Yeah. And European, and European grass snakes. And I tell you what, absolutely fair play to him because I'll tell you what he's done. He's stuck to his guns. He enjoys those animals. He yeah. like he loves those animals, right? So that's what he breeds. He doesn't give a fuck if they sell. He yeah. breeds them because they're amazing, and he loves them. And he's always going to breed them. He's been breeding them for years, and he's been at Doncaster for years, selling the same, you know, the same species and stuff like that. Um, obviously, you know, obviously they change a little bit, but you know, the same, the same type of, you know, species. And um, he's he's stuck to his guns, and that's what that that's the sort of thing I love about it because he's not just following a trend. Yeah. He's not going, oh, Krusty's are selling, I'm going to go into Krusty's now. No, he's gone, no, garter snakes are where it's at. They're, they're, my, they're my love, they're my passion, I'm going to keep yeah. selling garter snakes. Matt Arnold, for, exa- for example, every show, he's back there with his with his leeches and his mossy geckos and stuff yeah, like that yeah. because they are fantastic. And he's selling them, you know, you know, you, you see one of his leeches, you know, six, seven hundred quid. It's worth it. Yeah. Because because it is worth it because it's rare. You, you know, you don't, you don't find them very often. They're not that easy to breed. Yeah. And, and and to me that they're they're, the, they're they're those animals that that deserve a big stamp. Things like Cresties just don't don't need it. They they do on the other hand deserve a you know a good price like a solid price. You know so so you're not getting just any old idiot buying them. Mm-hmm. 
um, like Hoss said, you know, they should have a, at least a minimum price. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But going up to like the 150, 200 pound price range is just ludicrous, in my opinion. Yeah. Because there's so many of them. And they're like, oh, look at this one. You know, it's got it's got seven legs and 67 spots and... And three scales missing. Yeah, and a horn. <laughs> Give over. Who gives it? Who gives a toss? Mm. It's the same as that one over there, look. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You know, you know or, or you won't see this one again. Yeah, Will, I just saw one five minutes ago. I'll come show you. You know, they, it's, they're not, they're not, it's, 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 the, the market is just too saturated with, yeah. with the species. i tell you what, I was impressed with. There was, a, there was a stand there and it was selling sort of like these little bioactive frog setups with like a little water feature in and it was all fully set up. And they oh, were like, the, um, go on. Yeah, they were like sort of like seventy to about hundred pound, hundred and twenty pound, and I thought, God, that's that be, that, you know, I just thought it was really nice. It was they were they were, they were well done. Yeah, was that um, uh, um, not uh, I can't remember who it was now. It's on the back right wall. at the beginning. Yeah, the, on the back wall. Um, sort yeah, of like no, as you I walk through on the right on the far left hand hand side. Oh yeah, spot yeah. on. Yeah, there's a couple of stores that do sort of live setups and and stuff like that, and and a couple of them might throw misters in and stuff like that as well, which is really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Um, great, great for your amphibians and and bits like that. Um, yeah, which is a really cool thing to see. To be fair, um, although I, d- I would I would probably say there's probably a little bit too much like dry goods going on at Donny at the minute. Like yeah, it's like every, everyone's trying to cash in. Um, again, unpopular opinion. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> we we um, stood outside. It's a lot. We stood outside. I, I'd like Danny. to see. Do you remember? And we yeah. was going about. I mean, the guy that sells the rubs. How many he sells? Literally every other person that was walking out the doors had a minimum of one. Some people were coming out with five, six, seven, eight, weren't they? To be yeah, honest, I, yeah. I did it the once where we had three people in the car, and I think we had thirty some rubs, and we somehow managed to get everyone in. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> madness. <laughs> Anyways, rambling, rambling, rambling. Um, hey, it's all good. It's all good. It, it is all good. But uh, press for time, and I'm trying to. Uh, can, we've, we've had that many episodes where we've gone over, and we're just eating up on other episode times. So I don't have to delete anything. Okay. Um, but yeah, so this week, um, Danny normally chooses a song, but I took over this week. Um, <laughs> And these, they're a Canadian band you called... You can Hoss. Yes. Um, <laughs> they're a Canadian band called Sumo Psycho. Um, I had the pleasure of playing with them, God, four years ago now um, at the O2 Academy in Birmingham, supporting the Butcher Babies. Um, I recently caught up with them in Stafford and went out just to watch them play and then ended up uh, getting sozzled and so forth after with them. Um, really, really good guys, uh, really friendly. Um, and I just wanted to play them because, you know, they're... They're a band. They're unsigned. Um, they're doing really, really well. You know, they're touring all over the, well, all over Europe, all over the Americans, and um, they're wicked. So I just wanted to play them anyway. Um, sorry, but not sorry. This isn't our usual music taste. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, going down. <laughs> right. So be, be, before I before I wreck everyone's ears, um, <laughs> tickets for Carpet Fest and all our merchandise are available on reptileandchill.bigcartel.com. And if you would like to follow us on our social media, we are on Instagram, Twitter, and obviously on Facebook. And if this is the first time listening to the podcast and you've managed to get this far, thanks. 
we're also available on iTunes. Spot- oh, it's not even iTunes now, is it? Apple Podcasts, Apple Spotify, Pod- oh, yeah. Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. and most other decent. most other podcasting platforms. Yes. I thought I thought you were going to steal Joe's motto then. <laughs> What's that? When you said when you said if you've made it this far. <laughs> Have you heard his motto? No, Joe's no, no. motto. It's the, it's the best. It's like it's a slogan. It's the best. I thought you were going to steal it just then. He said. He says if you've made it this far, you're already part of the team. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. fucking brilliant. Yeah, I absolutely it. love it. Yeah, you're part of the team. No, if you, yeah. you haven't dropped it off by now, they can basically say whatever they like and they won't offend anybody. That's oh, what he's saying. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know what? <laughs> Listeners, I love you. Have this. Love you, Love bye. you, bye. It's another beautiful day in Psycho City, and it's time for traffic with... Hold on, we've got some breaking news coming in. Government officials have announced a state of emergency within city limits. Escalating violence due to increased gang activity is a public safety risk. Psycho City police spokesperson is quoted, If you are a criminal in this city, we will find you, and you will be punished. Rest!